Hey, this is Elisa from Spoken Views Reno, and you're listening to Up in the Mix with The Truth, De La Foto, and The Token White Guy. Welcome to another edition of Up in the Mix, coming to you from the Honeycomb Hideout. This is Sean, a.k.a. The Truth, a.k.a. The Super Nicest, a.k.a. The Nar, Mr. R, a.k.a. Not the Black Dude That You Thought I Was. Damn. <laughs> this is Caesar, a.k.a. De La Foto, your favorite neighborhood Mexican, Ernesto, Captain Culo, Coach, Mr. Brunch, your local also, that poppy with the dad body, the brown man in the yacht club. How, How the, the fuck, fuck did, did he, he get, get here? El hombre de la gente, the habitual line crosser, and the honey badger. Funny story, uh, on my Facebook memories, it popped up when uh, when I was teaching at Reno High. The kid wrote, like, Mr. R is NAR on my board, and then someone else wrote, like, damn right underneath it, and I like, took a picture, and it po- popped up. That's where that one that came from. Oh, nice. It was uh, seven years ago this week. I know I'm hella old, but isn't it weird that you don't have to have a memory anymore, like Facebook I'll take care of that for you. <laughs> it's outsourced, like bro. Everything's you, getting outsourced. Before you, before you had to remember shit like, oh, remember like we did this BMX thing like four years yeah, in a yeah, row. Yeah, remember yeah. what happened in like that year? Yeah. But now it's just like Facebook will go bloop. This is you and Ian. It's Skynet. It's, Sky, it's Skynet. Man, I'm outsourcing my memories to Skynet. It's, Skynet's plugged in. When it's you took in. 16th place. <laughs> <laughs> no, mine, mine was today actually when I went to Mexico and uh, like Zacatecas, and they had like big ass tankers. They had, there was like tanks in the streets. It was crazy. That was your Facebook memory. That today? was my Facebook memory. Today. That's nuts. Well, how was your how was your week, Caesar? Week's been uh, pretty good. Just nine to five, catching up on things. <laughs> that mic's all fucked up. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Good luck with that. You know, and now you gotta readjust. <laughs> He's doing it right. You can yeah, tell he's yeah, used the mic. Yeah, he's used it before. That's how Kevin broke it because he was fucking doing it. You know he doesn't know. <laughs> he turned it and broke it. Anyways. But uh, yeah, just a normal week, nine to five, editing photos. Definitely had a lot of. Uh, I had some rice this week, and then I had sushi this week as well. Just get my me too, me best too. Burger in town. Get my fat boy on. Who has the best you're, burger? You're jumping ahead, dude. It's yeah, rice. we're gonna talk about this we later. T- we talk about oh, it. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on this show? On this show? Yeah. This was this, this is this we talked about it last time. It's part too, of the game. We? Really? Yeah, we yeah. did. <laughs> no, I think we talked about best pizza spot. <laughs> I think I think we only got through two questions last time. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's what we changed them to. Yeah, yeah. You motherfuckers never listen to me, man. I was, and what was that black guy that's not the black guy shit? What's going on with that shit? <laughs> you know exactly damn well what's going yeah. on with that so, shit. Okay, it looks like a mirror. You're the guy. I, I almost posted this the other night when you posted something on Facebook. Okay. But I was my boy was in town, uh, the pastry chef from Asia, and we were doing a pop-up thing over at Liberty. Mm-hmm. And I was DJing, and this girl adamantly came up to me. Adamantly, <laughs> like adamantly, it was literally like, 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 like she knew damn well who I was. She started asking me all this shit, and I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then once she called me Sean, <laughs> yes, I realized how faded she was. 
She thought you were me. And I don't know what you and that girl did. <laughs> but she thought she was going to do some more stuff. And oh. I was like, who was this person? My friends, all my friends were like, what is going on? I was like. Yeah, who was this? No. I was like. Who was this? I have no idea. She's like, brunette. Like, mm-hmm. oh, her. Yeah. <laughs> Drawing a blank. It could be anybody. <laughs> yeah. So Some just, girl with hair. So just so you know, that idiotic, like, uh, disposition to know the right black guy shit. <laughs> it's real. That shit goes both ways. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a. I, I knew I'd finally made it. When, when, when people started calling him Sean, that's when I knew I'd, I'd made something of my life. You made it. <laughs> I was like, "Wow!" Uh, so, it's funny, right? Yeah. That woman, that woman was inappropriately grabbing on me. I didn't. Damn. I was like, Sean must, "Sean must have laid down the I hammer." Was like, last this time. is. I was Damn. like, "You need to back up." I'm working. Who here. is this person? I'm yeah. telling you, you better go hang out at Liberty. Because <laughs> she's waiting for you. Oh my so, gosh! How was your spring? How's your spring break going? Yeah, Sean? spring break. Spring, spring break. break has been great this week. Spring break. Uh, had the art show last week. Shout mm-hmm. out to everyone who came out. Um, we had almost 200 people there. Nice. Sold like 28 out of the 35 pieces of artwork. Raised close to $3,000. So uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, and I'm glad it's over until next year. Because mm-hmm. this week's been chill. I got to meet Kamala Harris. Oh, I saw that. Randomly yeah. this uh, week. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> it was crazy, though. Um Shout out to Debbie for inviting me and like getting to go uh, represent teachers mm-hmm. for that. Um, I went to a new bar in Sparks called Final Draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll, we should talk about that later because mm-hmm. it's been a while since I drank in Deep Sparks. In de- deep Sparks? <laughs> it's like out. It's right by. Uh, it's near your house. It's uh, out like right where Los Trojes is. Oh yeah, damn! That's right by my house. Yeah, it's like right there in that shopping center. I could throw a rock and hit that thing. Uh huh. And. Um, Let's see. Yesterday, I tried the new burger place. I throw rocks. Fat Cat Burger <laughs> that just opened mm-hmm. underneath Rue Bourbon. It opened Thursday. We went last night. The burgers are a bit expensive. They're like 16, 17, 18 bucks. What? Um, but mm-hmm. they're like half pound, all natural, like, Come on high quality now. beef. Yeah. It, I mean, if you've ever had Umani Burger in Southern California, like that's like a twenty something dollar burger. Mm-hmm. But like they're so good. The first time I had one, like I damn near was like, I want to buy another one right now and eat it. Have but, you ever been to Hodads in San Diego? I'm not. No, I've definitely been to a lot of burger spots. I probably don't remember. Schwinn did definitely take us on a burger tour last time I went oh, there. Yeah, yeah, he would know and that. Place. He would know. Yeah, because Schwinn, Schwinn also shout out to you, Schwinn. I know you're listening in the car. He won San Diego Burger Week. He won. And he got like he a, ate so many different burger burgers. Week. So there's like a week of you know where you go different places and like one of the contests, it's like posting and talking about like the burgers. And he won last year's uh, burger. He, week. he ate the mo- like how many burgers did he eat in the week? He ate like probably two every day, I think, for like seven days. So his cholesterol is up there for sure. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it was like fourteen burgers in but, a week. Or but something. so, but so is that W, you know? Uh, and then he got a gift card for more burgers. <laughs> Previously speaking of Liberty, and uh, <laughs> uh, have you ever had that burger from Liberty? I've not yet. Not yet. It, it's pretty expensive, but it's it's yeah. like so. Kevin, mm-hmm. my roommate and former co-host of the show, his his girlfriend's Katie. She's the chef there, the pastry chef there. Katie is super cool. 
You know, yeah, I was wondering if, yeah, I she knows you. I worked with her yeah, when yeah, I was yeah. down there. She's the redhead girl. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. She's super cool. She's very She's cool. She's a great baker. And she knows what is, I mean, she She's made a chocolate badass. cake. She made this thing for the Super Bowl. For the Super Bowl. Numerous things for the Super Bowl. And um, I definitely probably People almost, almost fought got di- over the, yeah. t- the cake. I almost got diabetes that day for sure. <laughs> With all the sugars, she's a, she's a very uh, accredited. She's yeah, she's awesome. She's a big deal. She's been on she's like offered TV out. shows and stuff. So, mm-hmm. oh. Kevin, don't fuck that up, bro. <laughs> we're all rooting for you. Yeah, <laughs> I thought they were married. <laughs> no, 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 oh no. But they they've been dating a long time. Gotta now. put a ring on that finger. <laughs> it's like uh, my friend Avery. He married like you know his wife, and he's like. I had to put a ring on it before she became a doctor. So I got it. You know, you got to get in early. <laughs> Whoa. I saw Avery last week. He tried signing up for Scally Cat. He was in Scally Cat, yeah. He like he was there last Thursday. Oh, instead of Saturday. And then he's Friday like, night. is the sign ups here? We're like, no, it's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And he just turned around. He's like, oh, sorry, I got to go. <laughs> yeah, that guy's a busy man and he's about to move soon. So, yeah, it's only to you, Avery. Well, we've got some guests here, <coughs> re- returning guests. If you guys want to introduce yourselves real quick, uh, we're going to kind of meander through the conversation because it's not like... There's no real structure to this yes, one. Yes, so Because we know there's not going to be... Yeah. Uh, this is Ian. I'm back. <laughs> Bitches. <laughs> Let me reintroduce myself. My name is Watson. Yeah. <laughs> Watson. All right. Yeah, that's me. What up? Uh... Elzo, <laughs> you'd be like AKA, okay. AKA. <laughs> you should say second second time participant, long time listener. <laughs> Ooh, I am a long time listener. <laughs> I think um, I've listened to them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, AKA Elzonius Crunk. There it is. <laughs> AKA Low Renzo Cruz. Ooh, <laughs> emphasis on the low. Yeah, yeah. Low and slow Renzo. You know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> AKA DJ Zone Up. Jamal. <laughs> What's up? AKA Sean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. AKA, AKA Brunette, where you at? Oh, damn. <laughs> AKA Liberty Exchange. <laughs> Resident DJ. Uh, that's it? Yeah. <laughs> ah, man, the mayor? We got the mayor in the house? Wow. I like it how, like, before you were definitely very lively. Who? <laughs> you. Had to get it out. <laughs> and now you're done? Yeah, he's, he, he's in orbit now. Yeah. <laughs> he has to wait those 15 minutes to even out to uh, cruising altitude. <laughs> so before we get too involved into anything, we have a discussion question. Oh, a, no. a general. This is a general question, though, but it's something everyone has an opinion on this. This one, I don't think there's a right. Like, before... Obviously, we've we've settled that hot dogs are not sandwiches, and we've settled that pineapple belongs on pizza. So this next question, showers. Do yeah. you shower at night or in the morning, and why? It depends. Yeah, for me, it's the mood. <laughs> depends. Are you I'm a doing. night shower or daytime shower? I'm usually morning. Usually morning, but sometimes... You know, depends. If I, I, have, if I get I, dirty in the middle of the day. I have really good, like... Like hot water, all the time. So I should sometimes I shower like twice a day. So salutes, mm. Jake's not here. Sorry, buddy. Oh, we the guppy you. ain't here. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, <laughs> he, he said he showers yeah, every good. twelve twelve hours. Twelve hours. So usually like twice a day. He said. Mm-hmm. Elzo, do, do you shower? <laughs> I've, I've been known to shower. <laughs> I've been known to not shower. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're so crazy. Uh, <laughs> I get up at five thirty for work, so I shower at night. 
Mm. Yeah, see, mm. in the wintertime, especially I shower at night because it's I have to get up so schedule. early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But once, like, yeah, once. And hey, I hate that. I hate, no, even in the summer, I hate when it's, like, cold in your house and you got to shower in the morning. Mm-hmm. Mm. But it, like, warms me up in the morning, too. Yeah, but then you got to get out. A little wake up, too, as well. Yeah. It just depends. Like, if I do, like, long bike rides, definitely after that, clean off the filth. And if I do filth at nighttime, clean that off, too. <laughs> And but then, if I yeah. if I'm going to the gym, when I'm going to the gym, it is then like usually twice mm-hmm. a day. Yeah, because I have to shower after I go to the gym. Mm-hmm. I'm not when we get those. back from fishing, I definitely shower. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to smell like trout. Well, and it's cold out there too, so <laughs> it warms you up. It warms you up. Yeah. It does. Uh huh. But yeah, you want to wash that, wash that alkali off. <laughs> yeah, just that little thin layer of grime that you got going on. <laughs> Plus, you know, you got you, you got that beautiful chocolate skin. You you kind of. Keep that clean and moisturized. Yeah. Cocoa butter. <laughs> Cocoa butter. <laughs> Cocoa butter I kisses. Always, well, a thing I like to do in class, I'll be like, girls, watch this. Hey, guys, how many of you never lo- use lotion ever, ever, ever? <laughs> like, <laughs> third of them raise their hand. I'm like, look. I'm like, these guys are going to go through their whole lives, and they're never going to lose use lotion. Mm-hmm. Imagine how their skin's going to feel. <laughs> I think all the boys be using lotion, if you know what I'm saying. Whoa. <laughs> Middle school boys. <laughs> Wait, I don't get it. Elaborate. <laughs> if you don't know. <laughs> that's kind of early for that, isn't it? Uh, I don't know, man. I'm yeah. probably not. What? Seventh, nah, eighth man, grade? No, that's like, Look, I feel like. Ian looked at me like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Ian's like, early? What are you I was about? tossing off in second grade. <laughs> I was definitely a late bloomer. <laughs> Obviously. Whoa. <laughs> I didn't really, yeah, it was one of those things. As a middle school teacher, I'm going to say seventh and eighth graders. Yeah. Some of the nastiest, dirtiest fucking humans on the planet. Uh, probably, yeah. When it comes, like in every way, in every way. So we had this thing one time. It was when I was in eighth grade, and my boy met these girls at the mall, and uh, the girls were like in high school, but they were from the South Side, so they went to Edison High, and he told them that we went to Franklin, which was a lie. We were in junior high school, <laughs> not not to. Kid, and this not is in show. Stockton, right? Yes. Okay. And so this is when I was in eighth grade. And so they were like, oh, we told them one of us is a sophomore. And since you're the biggest one, you know, like, you got to be the sophomore. Yeah. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> and he's like, well, Friday, we're, the girl's parents are going out of town. We're going to go over to the girl's house. So, we're, you know, <laughs> we're walking over there. And I, you know, feel definitely. <laughs> you're feeling yourself. Like, yeah, oh, was, my God. No, I, I was not feeling myself. <laughs> was the thing. I was like, what am I getting myself into? <laughs> So I fucking walk in there and like we like it was it literally to me felt like two minutes. And the girl was just like, who's the sophomore? You. And like grabbed me and like pulled me in a room and like started taking her clothes off. And she's like, we're having sex. And I was like, no, we're not. (laughs) And she's like, yes, we are. And I was like, no, we're not. Just because you were a sophomore? Well, I busted out of there. <laughs> I, no, I was in eighth grade. No, no, but she thought you were a sophomore, yeah, and that was like her reasoning like, to fuck like, you? She was like, oh, you want to have sex. <laughs> Damn. And she was yeah. trying to get down. And she, I don't have to be weird. She was a pretty girl, but yeah, I just... Yeah, yeah. I, you weren't ready. I didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah. I was like, I'm not getting down with... You wasn't no. confident in the stroke yet. Dude. No. <laughs> Definitely was not. <laughs> Yeah, come on now. Some people are just more adventurous. Yeah, some people were. What's the homeboy in the band? Jesse. Jesse, that's my guy. That's my guy, right there. My homie Jesse is in my band. Shout out Jesse, great musician, but he lost his virginity when he was like twelve to like a fourteen-year-old. 
That's weird. It is. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, sometimes yeah. you got to go with the flow of things. Oh, this no. is happening? Yeah. This is happening. And, All right. And he said the story so nonchalantly, you know? Yeah. Everyone's just like, what the that fuck? That motherfucker's <laughs> damaged. <laughs> like 10, 12 years old or something. Yeah. Broken yeah. soul. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's an amazing artist and does everything. True. Yeah. True. <laughs> but it's something to you, Jesse. He is all quiet because he started touching himself at 11. <laughs> whoa, whoa. <laughs> Damn. We've derailed. That's fired. Yeah. Watch out. Watch we haven't, out. Even, we haven't even discussed Damn, shit. Damn, I just said one thing about lotion about. and then Dan. There's a lot of rounds in the air right now. <laughs> so, yeah, I shower at night, you know. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Elvis. Thank you. <laughs> it's cold in the morning. Oh. It's cold in the morning. And it's early. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I moisturize. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I use coconut oil. <laughs> right back into it. <laughs> I mean, when I get out of the shower, not for that other shit. Uh-huh. Moisturize the skin. It's yeah. dry. I, got, I have, I have, I can yeah. use uh, baby dry. oil, baby oil infused with uh, co- like cocoa butter. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> baby oil, cocoa butter. <sighs> like shea, shea you baby just slip, oil. Slide all over everywhere. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I do the little cocoa butter shea mix. It's good. Yeah, because you know, and I have and I have foot cream. I like. Mm-hmm. I take cares of myself. Talcum powder. Yeah, and shit. also what really helps the skin is a lot of water. H two O. Make sure you stay hydrated out there, friends. For all you, for all you non-colored people who <clears throat> don't use lotion, what y'all know about that sea moss? <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. That's why, I like, uh, never chap lips over here. You know. Good. Me too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't use Gosh. lip balm or only when I'm on like a month of bender. <laughs> then the story changes. Better stop taking that. <laughs> All right, why are we here today? Right. <laughs> why do we have these people here? So here we have uh, this. <laughs> <laughs> we have this collective that salute to Monica for kind of putting us all together. But uh, the Boogie Down Book Club. And this is just all like-minded hip-hop heads, and we like to talk and rant about music. So for, for background, the Boogie Down Book Club. Uh, Monica came up with the idea a few years ago. We were talking. And I think I was like doing a book study, and she was like, "Yeah, it'd be cool if we like, got together and just like shared music and stuff." I was like, "Yeah, like a," I was like, "Like a little, like a book club, yeah, like or a book something." Club. Mm-hmm. And she was like, the, "She came up with the name because I can't name shit." But mm. the Boogie Down Book Club was born. It's on Facebook. There's tons of members, and now we are taking it a step further, and uh, we're going to start monthly hip hop meetups. At the Holland Project mm-hmm. to share knowledge from scratching to mixing to Slash masterclass. Yes, for mm-hmm. every element of hip hop. So and and for all ages, for all ages, the specifically very all ages, well, the and children. for the youth. We're doing yeah. it for the youth specifically. So mm-hmm. the first one is this Sunday, April fourteenth, at mm-hmm. Holland Project from four to now, eight. We don't mean yeah, to be yeah. weird. If your mom's thirty years old and she's got some rhymes, tell her to come through, and she wants to come, then that's cool. But for the fourteen-year-olds out there, <laughs> bring your kids. To this? Yeah, bring yeah. your kids and have them support. Yeah, had her kid when she was fifteen. She didn't have time to be freestyling. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> She's don't working two jobs. Don't place limits on what she could <laughs> exactly. do. Elzo. You don't know what's going yeah, on. Mamas, Dayton. they know. They know what to do. <laughs> She's got enough dating. <laughs> but uh, why'd you laugh? Uh, I feel like date. I don't think we have too many listeners in Dayton. We probably have one. You probably have one, but yeah. We need to go put we flyers lost up. Them. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully they're out there spit bars. Yeah. God damn it. But, no, Carson City. I can't believe mm. you guys let me back on this. That's like 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
who wants to talk about this first? Why we're doing it, or why they wanted to yeah. do this? Jamal, this was kind of your kind of you yelling at us, thing. pretty much. Well, no, I mean, I just I I think that we have all thrown this. I've talked to you guys and reached out. I've talked to to each one of you in this room specifically separately before we came together about this the last two years to in different conversations about us trying to give back to the youth to give them a platform to be connected to something that is uh what we consider like quality hip-hop i mean whether that's b-boying whether that's graffiti or art whether that's production or making beats whether that's emceeing whether that's djing but sometimes gets pushed to the back and we need to realize that that wasn't the case in the initiation and the people who are 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 truly into this idiom um or culture that's a very very important part of it like that that is a component that you that you really don't push to the side so that's a uh, i guess the thing that we we want to try to do is just to give this uh platform to a bunch of people specifically the youth but like i said not not to be weird but if your sister's 32 if your auntie's got rhymes you know and she all ages they don't need to be in their 30s so. <laughs> well, i'm just saying yeah. if we get some 50 year old people coming out i'll, I'll die <laughs> jamal's just looking for some 30 year old women to show up <laughs> no i'm not no i'm not this is for the kids specifically. I mean, not to be weird. I'm not harping on anyone, but there's like it's weird because I think specifically there should be a number of people. I mean, as far as the stuff that's over there, that's specifically programmed towards the kids. Now, not to say, like I said, I don't want to exclude anyone, but it's like one of our things that we're going to have to do within the next couple months, especially before school year starts through the summer is connect with some of these kids in junior high schools and elementary schools and in high schools to get them to come out and check this out, mm -hmm. to be like, this can be what, well, this is not what we're doing. We're just trying to open it up. Like this can be what you make it. And if you want to do something and you don't have the, the means to make beats or the means to record your rhymes or the means to get on some turntables or the means to have some markers or you know what I mean? To like get down on a production. We're going to give that to you. Mm -hmm. So. And it's good because I've had conversation with friends and like a bunch of friends. Obviously, we're at the age where a lot of them have kids and stuff like that. And they're like, that's awesome. I would love to bring my kids to that to kind of like show them like, you know, more than just like mom or dad knowing about hip hop, you know, and having like little kids be like yeah, minded. Plus it shows the kids that their parents know what the fuck is up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Co-sign on the parents. Yeah. Like, oh. Hey, your parents are way cooler than you think. I don't know why. I don't think any kids are listening to this. I don't no. know why we're like talking, like preaching to them. Uh, what is, what are you going to do as far as Yeah, the Elza, you're doing the yeah. first one, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, just to preface this a little bit, uh, I think it's funny that we live in a time where we all carry these little computers in our pockets at all times. And um, when it comes to hip hop and stuff like that, I have one. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kids still don't look at, and it's not nobody's fault, you know, but, uh, you know, kids don't look up the history of, of hip hop and, and stuff like that. Cause maybe they're just not interested or maybe they don't know what to look up. And that's kind of where I, I've always wanted to do a little DJ class. Um, so I think what we're going to do is hopefully have a couple turntables set up and we're basically, I'm mostly going to be the instructor. Um, 
my cousin Ecto One is going to be there, and he's going to be the demonstrator. It's kind of way it's worked out in my head. Oh, so okay. that's perfect. We're going to start from the mid seventies, and I'm going to narrate the whole thing, and he's going to kind of demonstrate where it started, why they did it a certain way, and stuff like that. And we're going to kind of go through. You know, this guy's name was Grandmaster Flash. This guy's name was Grand Wizard Theodore. This guy cool started Herc. doing this. MC Cool Herc from Jamaica and why things ended up going the way they, they did. Because not a lot of kids at, you know, really young ages understand that there was a period of time where you couldn't just listen to music whenever you wanted to. And there wasn't instrumentals being made. So that's where the idea of dropping drum breaks from soul songs or whatever songs kind of came into play and where a DJ would repeat that same part over and over just so somebody could rap, like, in a sense, rap over it. Yeah, I think that whole DJ as producer, like, of the beats thing is yeah. what's lost on kids, especially to, like these days. Right. And uh, I want to show people a lot of that. You know, luckily we have a ton of breaks. We're going to do it all on vinyl. I mean, that goes without saying when it comes to us. But uh, <laughs> drum breaks. Um, then we're going to kind of move forward through the 70s. I, I've written it down and I have a whole thing planned out. We're going to talk about the years and the eras itinerary. that, mm-hmm. that uh, DJs started using for like choruses and hip hop songs, like the scratch lines instead of an MC writing our own chorus, like when they mm-hmm. started doing that, you know, um, all the way, you know. So we're going to do that from like the 70s into the 80s and then, and then, and then we'll do, uh, we'll move into some like, basic scratch techniques and stuff like that and like i said i'm gonna be going over the way i learned the basic scratches and then ecto is gonna demonstrate them and then we're gonna move forward from the simplest to the more technical and hopefully like i said there will be more you know than one turntable setup and i'd love to get kids to come up and if i'm like hey try this one one thing just try it you know and see if they get the hang of it maybe some of them will like it maybe some of them because a lot of people i think don't understand that scratching um is just like playing a guitar and uh, there's patterns. There's all kinds of things you have to factor in your head when, when you're soloing, it's just, it's your solo, you know? So I could talk to Ecto and be like, Oh, do the scratch pattern. And I could name off a couple scratches and he'll do it. And then if I, you know, if I was thinking it, then I could do the same one. So it's like a DJ's language, like a guitar player telling another guitar player, like to play C or play these chords, play it at this, this speed and stuff like that. So kind of show people it's not just moving your hands around. You know, there's a whole science to it that that a lot of people probably don't understand. It's like playing an instrument. It's exactly like playing an instrument. All scratches have like a cool, like a name and uh, a way to do it. And um, I'm going to kind of go over all that. Are you guys going to do blend? Blending? I don't think so. I I wanted to save something maybe for ethic. I I know ethic is transition. He wants to do some transition. I may, I may go in. I may do a little bit of uh, talking about how looping breaks turned into kind of like beat juggling and do some basic beat juggle stuff. But uh, um, there's a whole bunch of DJ stuff that's kind of been underground for a long time. It would just be nice to kind of get these ideas out there to people, you know. And and one thing I want to tell all the kids, too, is that if they use controllers, if they use Serato, if they use CDJs, whatever, these these little fundamentals will help you in any aspect Anyone, of, of DJing, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So I even talked to, like, the homie Hip Hop Zach, and he's, like, you know, my age, like 33, mm-hmm. 34, and he's, like, I've always wanted to learn how to scratch. See? Yeah. You know? So yeah, yeah. for all ages. So it's gonna be awesome. Definitely. <laughs> so funny. You know it's gonna be I like think... like a twenty seven year old's like, Can I go can I go for like, can, I, can I go next <laughs> next like right. hand raise and like super excited? So the kids will probably be shy to be yeah. like the dude's like, hey, hey like. Yeah. Well I'm I'm pumped because I think since I was a little kid, I think what made me want to be a DJ was I love 
and I don't know if it's pretentious or not, or if it's cool or not, but I love when I hear something to try to show it to as many people that I know. Mm. I remember going up to my grandma after I watched a movie and the Beach Boys were in it. I was like, Grandma, you know what the Beach Boys are? And she's like, come on. <laughs> but I feel like that's just part of hip hop culture. Yeah. Like so, yeah. Taking so, what you love and like sharing it with everyone else. Yeah. Like, and I've always thought it'd be cool to not only just sit here, you know, because I've done my fair share of complaining about DJ culture and the lack of or whatever. But now it's like I'd rather be the person that's like, well, maybe I can get this ball. We could all get this ball rolling mm-hmm. to kind of help people see if they like it, if they want to do more of it and stuff like that. So, yeah. Like I love sharing music and I love sharing things that I know with other people. So. I've actually been daydreaming about doing a little class for a long time. Ooh, nice. She's prepared. So we're making dreams come true. <laughs> I like this. And also not everyone could afford two tabor, two turntables and a mixer. Right. Do we, do we have of, people who are going to perform that night? Yeah, we got Sean. Didn't you talk to some people? Oh, Sean a got a beat? Is no, that what you be, said? There's going to be a cypher. <laughs> they want to do a cypher. Yeah. What's a cypher mean? Someone's going to throw down beats and people are going to get up there and freestyle over. Oh, them. I mean, we were definitely going to do that, right? Yeah, yeah. But we don't have a like a, someone that's going to do like a song or mm-hmm. not for sure. Not yet. I no. told like so at the art show, a couple of kids were like, "Hey, can we play our own beats and rap over them?" And I was like, I went to Elza and I was like, "Look, I'm looking for a reason to say no." So like, <laughs> like, like unless you want to do it, I'm going to tell them no. But I was like, "Hey, like if you want to do that, you should come out." April 14th, because these kids were like, you know, 17, 18, 19. I come out April 14th, and like, there's this workshop. I showed, we had the flyer there. I showed them the flyer. I was like, you can come through and we can do that there. We'll give you tips and pointers and whatnot. So hopefully those kids come through. I I told them to hit me up on Facebook and shit. I messed some kid freestyling up hella bad at that show. (laughs) He what? There was one of those kids was, was rapping. While I was playing beats, and I was like, "Oh, this would be cool. I'm gonna drop the beat out and then bring it back on the snare." So he has like a like a punchline right there, and I I dropped the beat out and brought it back, and he just messed them all up, and he walked off stage. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> fucked up his equilibrium. Yeah, Sorry, thanks, dude. Thanks, Elzo. Because yeah. he was like, "Oh, you threw me off," and I was like, "That was fucking sick." <laughs> <laughs> now, do we have some sort of a like a like how we like a quality control? input for this 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 uh cypher freestyle thing like because i mean how does it flow like mm-hmm. is it just anybody gets up or i think we just have to make sure that they understand like the kind of language used has to be you know like mm-hmm. i mean they can cuss or whatever i guess well there's gonna be kids there so yeah we got to figure i feel like mm-hmm. you know it's hip-hop like people could do what they want yeah but I, there has to freedom be of expression limit. except we are in holland yeah like yeah, you can't then. go up there and be like kill the fucking jews or something yeah but you're like <laughs> Like, you said that in your verse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, people Damn. can't say crazy fucking <laughs> offensive shit, you know? Like, yeah, we have to draw the line somewhere. Motherfuck you and John Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, like, as far as cussing, I feel like, yeah, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. People are going to... Yeah, I, think, I, just, I think we should just let him let people do it. Yeah, like, and we can just—I mean, okay. you could be like, "Hey, I feel like also we could be like, hey, that shit's whack.' We should just tell everyone you feel free to get on the mic, but we got mics too. Yeah, and we will judge you. It'd be like, yeah. like, all right, all right, next person up, next person, <laughs> next person up. Yeah. I mean, no I one comes back if the DJ feels like. I mean, not to be weird. I mean, I know. It's, Pull the plug on somebody, but it's just like I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah, just I'm always it. in the back during freestyle sessions. I can never hear what anyone's saying. I can't tell if they're good or bad. Mm-hmm. Some of the people and were, plus, and plus we're some of the people were stuff. very good last week, and some of the people, I mean, you they were, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were rhyming stuff together. <laughs> that's just, yes, that's all was. I'm gonna say. 
Because <laughs> uh, I little, have a little, bat, and then I got a cat, and it had a hat. Just little Dr. <laughs> Seuss stuff. Yeah. A little Dr. Seuss rapping as I, as Bamboo and Rob, you know? I feel like it's like, like the say. basic, yeah, like, like no, this isn't a fucking Dr. Seuss book, yeah, bro. Yeah, green eggs and ham. This is you're how I rap, am. You're not on the beat or anything, mm-hmm. but... <laughs> They, but like Ian got up there and had to show those up. Yeah. I was like, all right. That was a straight flashback for me to like the blue lamp days and the green oh, yeah. room days because I used to do all those, a lot of those freestyle sessions. Hideout and the hi- the hideout was it Tuesday? What Thursday nights at the hideout? Yeah, Thursdays. Blue lamp was Tuesday nights, but uh, those went on for way too long. Well. Hideout was always fun. That's the other thing. Spit your sixteen and get the fuck off the mic. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta regulate people yeah. to let them know and that we, you gotta learn. We could explain some sort a 16. of like mm-hmm. somebody that they gotta learn. Yeah, you know, I, I'm not even bars. saying it. What if somebody went off and and went more than sixteen? That's cool. But you got to realize what you That's when the next person's got to just get up there and interrupt them. Like, and just in the like middle. step in. He'd yeah, like, just step in. Like, every, all right. Everyone keep counting. He said what he mm-hmm. had to say. Now, like, blah, 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 blah. No, or maybe we could have, a, like, a disclaimer because, like, Sway in the morning. Uh, they have, like, a Freestyle Friday. And then they do, like, LL Cool J is like, you can't acapella. You can't ask the DJ for a beat. Spit off the top of the head. <laughs> you know, like, that has to yeah. be, like, certain criteria. Yeah, yeah. we're going to allow them to do writtens. Nah. <laughs> I mean, do. not during the cipher. Yeah. A lot of kids do. Not during. Nah, if they, they want to be like, "Hey, this is something I wrote. I want to do it." Yeah. Like, can you guys give me feedback? Yeah. But like, mm. not during the cipher. No, oh. the cipher. Like, oh. I mean, here's like everyone's has like ver- like rhymes and stuff they've memorized. So that I mean, if they have a memorized rhyme and they want to yeah. go up there and spit it as their little freestyle, you know, you mm. got to do. You got to start somewhere. Right. You got to start somewhere. Yeah, but you know, quite honestly, I would rather an MC who actually regularly writes rhymes and like is coming to like maybe just work on some shit that he wrote that actually is a proficient writer get up there than someone who's just terrible and always comes and always just trashes. You know what I mean? To be like, well, that's what we have. Be like, you need to write more. If you have skill and you are, I mean, not most. People are not veteran freestylers, so yeah, I don't even. You know what that. I mean? As a as a thing, not to be weird, but for me, if it was a freestyle session, and Ian came and he had sixteen bars, and it was something he wrote, and we had never heard it, yeah, I'm feeling fine. that, yeah, yeah. That's how I. I mean that. How I mean, I guess not to. Be I just weird. don't want them to read it off their phone. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, no. 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 Not really. I'm just saying is. There's always that disconnect between people who have memorized verses and people who actually come off the dome. And I don't think it really matters, but like, I guess as someone who can freestyle and who does freestyle and will never spit a written in a cipher, um, (laughs) you know, but it's always that kid who steps up and is just an amazing writer and just kills it. And you're like, all right. And then I don't know. I think it's just the ego of an MC is like, well, that dude had that written. Like, I'm coming right off the, the dome on this, you know? And then, you know. For the crowd to judge Ian. For the no, crowd I'm just saying, judge. it's like, I don't care at this point. I just remember back in the day, I used to be like, oh, that, that dude I got a dropped question. a written, you know? Do so. freestyle ciphers, are they even still a thing? Because I've seen, like, MC battles and stuff, and everyone knows their, their opponent, like, a week before, and they write all this stuff. Are talking about grind time? I don't know. Yeah, if you're talking about that acapella. Is that like yeah, a Joe yeah. Rogan it's, it's always like rap battle? That's always acapella, and about? they always know... Which I and I think you referenced this before that that uh, refrigerator freestyle battle. <laughs> yeah. It's all just like that. It was a fad. I mean, you know, is it still a thing? 
There's still uh, battle rapping going on. Do people still like, freestyle, though? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, okay. I watched one with Year of the Ox, those dudes from New York we always put on the radio show. And it was definitely like they were, I mean, because they were going yeah. back and forth talking about like the clothes the people were wearing and like that's cool. pointing out people, you know, like you could tell they were free. Like, yeah, those, those, that's what those guys grew up doing. Like, that's what they, there's like a circuit and they go on well, there and do it all the time. Aren't they doing something at the rack? Like, Hubbard's doing something at the rack. Um, it's like a freestyle battle, like tournament. I think so, yeah. I think and I just, I'm wondering how that's like laid out. I wonder if people are, if it's doing beats or beats. Yeah. I've know. seen all, I've saw, like, I've seen on the, like Facebook groups, even going back to MySpace, where people have written battles, or like, like write your best sixteen bars to what the person above you said and shit. That's weird. It's like, yeah, like it's just to me. Well, <laughs> I think in that Blaze battle, remember that back in the day idea? when Idea won. Yeah, but there was guys up there spitting like semi writtens and yeah. you know, and then you I could just tell Idea was coming right off the head. Yeah, and he, was, he was clean. Yo, I remember watching that on like HBO. Yeah, like I just randomly was flipping through channels and that I was shit like, was so I was fucking like, cool. Karis one's hosting. Who's playing tonight? By the way, mm-hmm. I'm going. Uh, <laughs> me too. Are you going? Kara, hell yeah, I'm going. I already got a ticket. Uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, Karis one's hosting this battle. Cool. And that was the first time I ever heard of Idea. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was like, this guy is on some shit. Mm-hmm. This guy is insane. He's on yeah, a whole he, had level. Like, he just had like some, uh, some gray sweats and a wife beater on. Yeah, just up there fucking sp- roasting people. <laughs> Killing it. I remember that the last one was him versus him, Shells. Shells, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I remember what bothered me about that is if you guys ever go back and watch it, the crowd noises are like fake. Oh, they have like they the have applause, like the overdubbed, yeah. The whole I mean, time you just hear. <laughs> I think even like KRS was confused. Yeah, <laughs> like he was like, All right, yeah, I remember guy. when he said idea one. Idea didn't realize that he, yeah. he said like you are the winner. Yeah, because he just goes idea, and he's still standing there like. And he's like, oh, uh, shit, I won. Oh, I won. Cameras on. He's like, come on, man, you know you won. Yeah, uh, what was it on? Uh, they had on uh, BET. They had like every Friday. They had the freestyle. Oh yeah. What was that Jin? called? Remember that guy? Jin won. Yeah, like people would win. Like it was oh, like yeah, yeah. the winner stayed on. It was a like, battle. Yeah, yeah, those were tight too. Like those and, like, were serious real. Jones. <laughs> serious Jones. Yeah. They had those things, but yeah, yeah. You, you might win. You, you might get discovered. You know, yeah. like people went on there and they mm-hmm. went hard. Like yeah. But a lot of those you could tell were prepared. Yeah. But also, as you can tell, like I think Jin, since he won, he got. Uh, on Rough Riders, yeah, one album, whack, horrible. Done. Yeah, wasn't well, he the first one to get retired from the freestyle battles because he won so many times? I yeah, think so. Yeah. Then like Sirius Jones was really good, and I forgot who else. There was like a bunch of other guys, but I remember like uh, that whole era of like freestyle guys. Um, and now I can't remember their names. Supernatural, Juice, Juice, Supernatural. Uh, damn it, there was one dude who looked so funny. I can't remember his name, but they were like on all those battles. You'd see him on. On the BET battles, you'd see him at the Scribble Jam battles and whatever else. And I remember it's like, man, this is cool. You see, keeps recognizing and seeing the same people. I wonder where they're at now. Yeah, because like Supernatural is yeah. still doing shit. Immortal Technique used to Oh, yeah, yeah. Supernatural is mm-hmm. so good. And he's, setting, he's setting a Guinness Book of World Records for longest uh, freestyles longest. and shit. Yeah. He did that. He did that. Were you there? He did that at like Rock the Bells one year. Or maybe it was. It's kind of a shtick. I've seen him do it all over. Yeah, and it's just like hold up something. I'll rap about it. It totally is. Well, I'm not saying it's bad. He kills it. He did it here at the the Jurassic Five show a few years ago. Yeah, I remember remember that that. GSR. It was good. I was pissed because he's like, everyone hold something up, and I held up my J Five record. I was like, rap about this. (laughs) He didn't didn't grab it. (laughs) He grabbed some girl's ID. I remember that. I think he grabs the same stuff all the time. Yeah, rapture address (laughs) or something. Grabs the same stuff. That's kind of creepy. Who's a good MC that can 
freestyle, but can also write like you know who the Almighty is. Who? Ever, like, are you talking locally or just in general? I'm just in general. You know, Black Thought is everybody's favorite, and I, rightfully so. But that guy can do anything that you throw at him. He's a freak of all nature. That was, like, <laughs> yeah. that was the first one that came to mind. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Everyone yeah, is so quick even to say he's the best now. ever. I've heard on his last last album, he had his, he has his alter ego, Reek Rufin, and then he's a singer. <laughs> uh, it's I like about that. featuring like Reek Rufin. Like yeah, you're like, what, like who the hell is Tariq? this? Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah, it's just him. That's his alter ego. Alter ego. We saw him a long time ago. Like it was this is like '93 Organics, and like I came in and I was like I didn't know who the hell they were, and he was singing, and I was just like. Damn, homeboy's got a nice voice. Mm-hmm. And then they like Quest Love. It was hella funny because I was talking to my friend and she was a girl and Quest Love was playing drums. And I was looking at it and she was like, oh, you know, that's that drummer. And I was like, no, it's not. And she was like, what? And I was like, that's a beat. Like, I'm a B-boy. Like, that's a beat. That's that's like a that's a beat machine. And she was like, no, that's a dude playing drums. <laughs> and I st- I walked from the back and started walking close, and my chin just fell on the fucking ground. I was like, that is a dude playing drums. <laughs> it sounded like it wasn't, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't like a drummer. He was playing drums like someone made a beat of it. <laughs> and it was so sick. And then all of a sudden, right when I realized that, Black, Star- Black Thought started rapping, and I was just like, where am I? Who is this? <laughs> and then I was tripping because they started dropping into like Miles Davis electric like melodies and stuff while they were doing that, like boom bap shit. And I was like, all right. <laughs> That's, oop, what, what's going on here? This is crazy. Uh, Chuckadero in Philadelphia in like 93. That was crazy. Dang. Oh, dang. Yeah. yeah. So uh, how, how, how far are we in right now? Uh, we're about 40. So we want to. We have a little controversy we want to discuss. So Jake's not here, but we're gonna play his song of the week, and then we will discuss it. So his song of the week is "Old Town Road" by Little Little Nas Ten or Little Nas X. I don't even know how the, to say. Are we gonna play the remix or the the OG? We're gonna play the original because this oh, okay. is the one. So the song. Well, we'll tell. We'll, we'll just play the song. It's a country song. Yeah. We're gonna play the song. And then uh, when we come back, we'll discuss the conversation. What are we doing it. right now? We're playing a little break. I'm playing the song. We're going to be judgmental on music, John. Yeah. I've been wanting to hear this. I actually almost looked yeah. it up. Salute to the guppy. <laughs> <laughs> I got the horses in the back, horse stock is attached. Head is mad at black, got the boots is black to match. Riding on a horse, ha, you can whip your Porsche. I've been in the valley, you ain't been up off that porch now. Can't nobody feel me i 
nobody tell me nothing. It can't tell me nothing. Welcome back, guys. That was the Guppy song of the week, and it was called. Old Town Road by Little Nas X or Ten. <laughs> I, I I don't know. But so the, the controversy about this song, which I feel like we all like, you know, whatever. Like it's not bad. But uh, it was on the country music charts. It was number one on the country music charts. <laughs> Bro, I'm not judging country music. I don't know. Yeah. I was judging the song. <laughs> so So it charted. It charted is one of the first songs to ever chart. I forget the three charts, like country like yeah. top 40 and something else and then they Jamal's took face. it off they took it off the country music charts and said it wasn't country music mm-hmm. so, so what, do you, what do you guys think about that jamal <laughs> <laughs> do you need time to form words i'm just gonna be real i i agree that it's not a country song it's a rap song mm-hmm. i don't care about the content it has all it has all the elements of a hip-hop song well whatever you want to define mm-hmm. as hip-hop i guess but so does the music itself then make the like, just because the lyrics because he sings about things that country singers sing about, it makes it a complete country song? Well, I don't know. What if it was the other way around? Can yeah. can a country artist write a song but raps about being, or sings about being from the projects or whatever, then it's a, a hip-hop song, even though it sounds, it's just an acoustic guitar and a singer? Is that a rap? Devil's that, advocate, so does that make a rap, make it a rap song? Yeah, but like the rap song doesn't necessarily be, a, be no, about the project. I just said know? that as, a, yeah. as an example, but so then a, Country artists could write a song about anything and just be like, this, is, this needs a premiere on the rap charts because it's a rap song now. Mm. Yeah, see? But like, no, that sounds like Friends in Low Places. It's almost like mm. the hot dog controversy. <laughs> <laughs> True. So maybe yeah. we should have had country music people here. Like, I just mm. don't, I mean, what makes something a I, Yeah, I don't know song? the elements of the country. I music. say let country have that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's why oh, yeah. hip hop don't to want go back, that right? shit. I, I didn't like the song. And I no. think this no, is No, I feel difference. like that's why I'm arguing so hard. Like, Country needs to. <laughs> I don't. I'm not saying I, I like it. No, or, I don't you know, really like it either. But That's... I'm just saying, if I heard that on a rap station, I'd be like, this. Uh, this makes sense but to me. I feel like. I mean, I don't listen to country, but like my understanding is, country's moving into a direction to where it's more produced, like electronically. Um, there's more like backbeat to it, you know. Like there is elements. I'm not saying of. I'd hate to say it's elements of hip hop. But I think country is kind of there. Because isn't Taylor Swift a country music star? Yeah, I, think I, yeah, so. I don't know. But I'm just saying, as I think, didn't Bobby Brown do some country shit? <laughs> no, I'm serious. I don't know. I'm just saying, it's like I think. Where's it's the just... Guppy? He would look that up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we missed you, Guppy. Apparently, we need you. We need you. Because I mean, you know, some hip hop artists have collaborated with some country artists. Yeah, there's that LL Cool J. What song did he make with someone a few years ago? That was supposed cool to stop J. racism. Then whack. Nelly did one. Yeah, Nelly did one. Yeah. And then didn't Eminem do one too? I don't. I feel like Nelly's was good. Kid Rock. Well, yeah. Nelly has that country element to his yeah. style. See, but, but that's the thing too. Like this guy's in from some Texas. parts of the country. Yeah, yeah, like these things are more closer than I feel like other places would people would. I mean, you know what this kind of reminds me of, like, honestly, I'm just kind of thinking is, you know, not saying that by all means, Nappy Roots is like country, but they do have like, you know, you know, when they came out, there was like crucial mm-hmm. conflict. They kind of had that element in of, the middle of the barn. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And th- I mean, that was done, but that was straight. You know, I, mean, like, I definitely feel like, like Nappy Roots could be on a, if you guys know the Carolina mm-hmm. uh, chocolate drops, like they're like that country 
like fiddling, like mm. old, like old like school kind of folky. blues, yeah. fo- folky mm. music. But they were like, we're country boys writing rap music. Yeah. 2010, Bobby Brown released oh, some country music and was on CMT. Oh shit! Oh, so that was not yeah. a joke. My prerogative. That, that Bobby real. Brown. Yeah. yeah, that's the only. That's the only Bobby I know. Bobby Brown with an E at the end. My prerogative, Bobby <laughs> Brown. But LL Cool J's song it's was with Brad, with Brad Paisley. Brad Paisley, yeah, yeah. yeah. Accidental racist. Yeah, it was supposed to. Yeah, it was bullshit. Fucking. I mean, like, so to me, like I, that almost is. I don't know. That just seems so parody-ish, or like it's just. Well, to it's me, like I'm just joke. like, how did it? Why well, was it on the country charts and then it got taken off? You know what I think that's hella funny to you me. You know why? And maybe it's because, like, not to be weird, but it's like I'm I'm gonna keep it real. I'm just gonna be honest. Like, please, this is not an egotistical thing or anything. This is just honest. Not only am I a fan, which I am a fan, which as far as like looking up to what I think of hip hop as an idiom, but I'm an artist. Not only am I an artist, but um, we DJ. And when I think about those things and the aspect of this song, it's like people going to do like hella funny shit, like a Weird Al Yankovic like shit, and it'll blow up in hip hop. But it's like, where is that? I mean, not to say that it doesn't happen in rock, because I mean, I kind of thought when Aerosmith did that shit with Run DMC, and I was a big Run DMC fan at the time now, you know? But it's like that was like I was like, uh, but it's like, I don't know, man. I don't like I don't like the tongue in cheek shit. I'm not feeling it. Like not to be weird, I'm a Zulu as well. And I feel like a fucking protector of this shit. When I see shit like that, like most of the time I bite my tongue. I don't say anything, but that shit makes me want to fucking throw up in my mouth. But, That's guess, why I feel like I wanted I wanted it to be a country song. It's not a hip hop well, song. I, I guess I said, com- let country have that shit. I think it comes down to like, is he is he rapping about real shit that happens in his life or is he just taking the idea of country and making a song out of it over like some trap beat? I you mean, know? they both do that in rap and country. No, I, yeah, but I'm just saying it just sounds so cliche. I feel like this like, guy is a country boy. Like, he's a fucking country boy. Mm. So that's the thing. I don't know. That's that's what I'm wondering. I, would, I don't think this like, guy is he living make, that life? Yeah, like his other music is like more country. I don't. I feel like his other music is more country than rap. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, even so, he, he took what he lives and he he expressed it over a rap beat. I mean, it just sounds like I would write that if I was trying to make like a rap and hip hop. It's a trap, <laughs> you know. I it's think a it's trap bad. country beat. <laughs> and yeah, to, I mean, it's fucking terrible. To make it, to make the argu- <laughs> to end the argument, I say yeah, country should take it. But <laughs> to me personally, I'm still like, I don't think it. What if it's not on the charts? What about in a country bar if they were to play that in between Hank Williams? I feel like country and, people would get down to it. Yeah. Sure, I think they would. Because it's, sure, easy, but they it's would, an easy I, one too. I would imagine they'd be like, oh, they played that that rap song that's like. That, Got the country lyrics. They, you know, you can play that in a in a rap club, and everyone's gonna be like, "I love this song. I love Lil Nas X." Yeah, I feel like <laughs> he has more like that. Has song has more chance of being liked in a country bar than in a hip hop place. <laughs> What's up with his name, though? I don't, I don't know. That's so why we need a fact man. checker here. We're too old to judge names. Yeah. I, I didn't mean like. to get all upset there. I was just, no. Well, no. I mean that's I why it's so controversial. Yeah, I, yeah. I think we all don't like that track. I said, like I told you, <laughs> I told you, I have country to artists have come to his defense. Yeah, I haven't heard Jay Cole talk about this. Shit. <laughs> there you go. They're worried about there more important go. things. Yeah. <laughs> Jay Cole's like, nice. Nah, There's your answer. Yeah. Yeah, that dude's head's not going to be on Jay Cole's mantle in his next music video. Will Garth Brooks. 
X. <laughs> little Garth Z. Oh, yeah, little X. L- little Garth Nos, X. Little Nas X is not showing up to the next scribble jam. Yeah. <laughs> Young Garthful. Yeah. I don't know. J. Cole will probably come out with a song, The Outside Child. <laughs> little X. <laughs> little Nas. Uh, all right. So in Saturn news, we got to talk about Nipsey Hussle getting murdered. Oh, yes. Man. Catching the L in front of his own place. They Man. got they got the dude. I saw a thing his brother talked about. Like the, the guy. Like he, the, the I've reason heard so no one else had I... a gun there, he was his brother was saying, was because they hired ex-felons. So all the workers there were ex-felons and they're so, not allowed to carry guns. Because oh, he's like, shit. I wish I. Because he like raced down there after he heard and he got there before the paramedics. And he was like, do it. He said he was doing like CPR on, on him and didn't realize until the paramedics picked him up and he saw the gunshot wound in his back, like the exit wound in his head. Mm. He didn't even see it until the paramedics got there and picked him up and put him on the gurney. Yeah, because that's probably what kept him alive, you know, quotations, because he was giving CPR, pumping blood. And. Didn't they like leave and come back and so he yeah and he that's what he said yeah. the guy like, like shot him like in the chest and then like realized like oh no one else is firing back no one else has a gun here he and kept that's walking why he forward walked up that's like three times too like, twi- yeah and like and then kicked him on the last time made too. sure he was dead yeah I've heard all kinds of stuff that I don't know none of it I mean this is all hearsay the feds did so it. I don't have well I mean I heard that homeboy had gotten a bunch of trouble before and he had gotten off for a bunch of shit. And so, like, motherfuckers already thought, like, not to be That's weird. That's what they said. I'm, they I'm called him a snitch. No, like, yeah, Nipsey called he, him a snitch. So they were, he was just like, I don't want you around. And so, like, you know. So, I mean, not to be weird, but, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not trying to feed any kind of conspiracy to be like he was a rat and he was a plant. And, you know, somebody made him do what he did or whatever. Or was it jealousy? The whole thing of it is, it's just fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, I like the root made a good article because like this guy was like, he's like, we got to stop. He's like, black people, we got to stop doing this when someone gets killed and just realize that like in these communities, like people are just going to fucking kill you sometimes like over petty ass shit, no matter who you are. And we can't like, he's like, white people don't do this. We can't have all these crazy conspiracy theories. No, it's crazy. Cause he's it's, like, I, yeah. he, and he says like, I understand why, like we have the Tuskegee experiment, you know, and Cointel Pro and like all this shit that was actual conspiracies against us. But he's like, it's not doing any justice to just wildly speculate. Like mm-hmm. he's like, the government didn't kill him because he's making a documentary. On the guy who cured AIDS. Yeah, in the like, 80s. he's like, even if that's true, that documentary's still gonna get made. Is that like you know, like with, with or without him being alive. Mm-hmm. Like they're like he's not Martin Luther. He's like, don't make this out like it's Martin Luther King Jr. and, and J. Edgar Hoover like conspiring against him. Like we got just gotta accept the fact that sometimes fucking street shit's gonna happen when you, when you're from the fucking street. Well, I mean, here comes the question, you know, is like it all comes back around to some of the things that we were talking about before when we were having this podcast and we were talking about um, the responsibility of hip hop as far as like you know the conversation I talked about Elzo asking me about my tendency to lean more toward conscious stuff rather than like gangster stuff. And my first reaction when anyone asked me that, not to be weird, but I'm just keeping it real. I'm from East Stockton. You want to know why I moved out of the house that I lived in when I was in junior high? Cause bullets came through my window and was stuck in the front door. That's why I moved out of the house 
that I lived in when I was in eighth grade. So when I see someone ask me that, I'm like, I want you to go live next to those motherfuckers. I want to go. I want you to go live next to those people that, if Ian was my friend in eighth grade and tried to come to my house, would get beat, punked. What set you from? Mm-hmm. And then I want to ask you, what do you listen to? You know what I mean? So it's like, when you glorify that, what do you do? Right. Because, I mean, after all this happened, not to be weird, but I never really listened to very much of his music, but I listened to, like, his top three videos. Yeah, one video that had 40 million hits, and it had been out for four months, and it was on his YouTube site. So I hit, like, hit what, that. Dedication, the one with Kendrick Lamar? Uh, no, it was the one Rap Niggas. And when I looked at that, because everything else that I've seen of him, as far as being involved with Dr. Sabi, as far as giving back to his community and mm-hmm. hiring people in his community and getting businesses and buying real estate yeah. and telling people who are young, like, stop doing this shit and get over here and do some real shit and help your family and help your community, that stuff. But it's like, when I saw that video, I'm like, that was five months ago that that was released. And it's like, what is that perpetuating? So it's, it's like, real. you got to I mean, ask yourself, like, yeah. you know? Yeah, because no, I, I, like, yeah, he'll rap about the negative stuff, but off camera and stuff, he's just helping out the community, and he should be maybe showing that to light instead of uh, keeping a gangster. Well, I just like, I feel like that's why Kendrick's so popular, because he doesn't, He's he started off kind of doing that, but like his his shit is now is way more beyond than just like driving around in cars talking like with like showing like gang guns. members and shit hanging and guns hanging blue out. blue rags yeah like you got motherfuckers standing around you not to be weird you know what I mean motherfuckers standing around you that if three of them walked in here right now everyone in this room would be like <laughs> like tenches like you wouldn't feel comfortable. You know what I mean? I saw, I'm not trying to be weird. I lived in that shit. That shit is nothing to be glorified. And I'm sick of people doing that shit because this this is the fucking reality that we live in. Someone like that, that strong fucking dope ass brother is gone. So, you know, I mean, it's like, what are we, what are we, what are we big up in? Yeah. That's that's I mean that's why I've always gravitated more towards like conscious or socially conscious or whatever backpack whatever you want to call it because like yeah when I was a kid like I grew up in Richmond and then moved here and I was like I'm living in the suburbs now like this isn't you know like I don't and I can't identify NWA really you know what I mean like sure it's great that they're making or like Dr Dre but like I can fuck with you know Talib Kweli or most deaf or tribe called quest like because they're talking about you know knowledge and like abstract things that i can learn i could see myself doing. now there's definitely people that cross that line just when you were saying that like someone like raekwon came to mind who definitely i would put in the realm of like definitely has that street that gangster but they're not glor- vibe, i don't think they're glorifying but he doesn't it, glorify yeah. it and He's he puts it in a it, yeah. yeah and it's like it's 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 painting a picture mm-hmm. more or less than like yeah, it's different. Like this shining is my a light life, on it. And this is what yeah. I'm gonna perpetuate. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't, you know, it's it's Wu Tang was a good example of someone coming from that, but not and being street, 
but not necessarily. And I mean, not to be weird, because I'm pretty sure some of them brothers bang, mm-hmm. and some of them brothers sold dope. Yeah, I mean, we're just keeping slang, it yeah, real. Yeah. But you like know, they but, never glorified it. They yeah. talked about like this is what we came like it was like shining a light on the the reality of their situation. They weren't making music videos where like they're glorifying it and talking about how great it was. They were just they, like retelling the story they came up with. And from. also acknowledging mm-hmm. it's terrible and shitty. Mm-hmm. Plus they're super lyrical. I mean, their styles are I mean, so damn good. You know what? The not to get off task and not to get real conspiracy theorists and shit and go there. But I'm just gonna I'm gonna be honest and go there because we're all invested in this and we all love this music and it's really part of it. But it's like when you realize who runs the music business mm-hmm. and who lets what gets what. Right. Like I remember the story of Too Short talking about he wanted to it wasn't some self destruction shit, but if you remember the early Too Short albums, he had shit that was like just like street documentation, whether rather than pimps and hoes and shit, mm-hmm. but they forced him to go that route. So when we look at stuff that is street, and it and it gets the avenue to be heard, to mm-hmm. just the airwaves or whatever, or you know what I mean, festivals or whatever, you know what I mean. It's like it's a it's a it's exploitation. Man. What? Thank you. And I, yeah, I mean, and thank you. A lot of so, artists, I mean, especially start. I mean, have come out. That's the. And that's what they that want out. everyone to see. That's how they live. That's how you know. That's another reason why I catered to go the route that I go. Right. Because. But I, I, that, I feel, I think I feel it's a, a responsibility. But I think it's important now because like people realize that like you got people like Killer Mike going out in these communities and telling these guys like that they're exploiting you. They're taking advantage of you. Like this is what you need to do to change and stop this. So and more and more people. I mean, he, Nipsey Hussle was doing it. Like, lots of different artists in the hip hop community realize this and are trying to change it. And, but like twenty years ago, where they couldn't have, they couldn't. I mean, a lot of these records that get made now probably wouldn't have even gotten made. Yeah, or gotten blown up as much. Because like, yeah. like yeah, like someone like Most Def or Talib, like a lot of these guys in the nineties. We're spitting just as hard as J. Cole and Kendrick are now talking about the same shit, but it wasn't as appreciated as it is now. Mm-hmm. Also, do you have any? The game has changed with the platform, <laughs> you know what I mean? Silence. <laughs> well, no, I was just saying the game has changed with the platform. Where do we like, go from that after that, you know? That's the end of the discussion. No, no. no we go to Beyonce. What did Beyonce do? <laughs> So um, this week, so there was an interview with uh, Beyonce on like uh, Jump magazine and her because she chose her to move her line to Adidas and have Adidas do all the stuff. And she denied like Jordan brand. She denied. um, What was the other one? Reebok, Under Armour. So Under Armour. But the Reebok thing, she she. In the article, it says that she did not choose Reebok because everyone in like all the meetings they had, were, there was nobody that was like her, like um, her skin tone, anything like that. So there are no people of color. No women. people of color, women up in that high um, level, you know, because they were pitching a superstar, you know. Okay, yeah, and it says that now I understand because it mm-hmm. says she came out and said like 
if she for positions of power she wants to hire women mm-hmm. and promote women because she can do that color, yeah. and then Jordan Peele came out and said the same thing he's mm. like I'm not going to cast a white man in the lead because they already get all the chances we've already yeah. seen those stories and he's like if I don't see him in my story I don't see him in my story you know so. yeah it's I mean seeing it like I see my niece and how excited she gets from like Moana and or watching or watching like uh, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Like representation matters. Yeah. Like seeing people, seeing people that look like you matters. Like if you don't see people in movies or like even in video, like when I was a kid, like video games didn't have fucking colored characters, you know, mm-hmm. like you couldn't, even when you were making your character, I'm like, why does it have to be fucking white? Yeah. And then like just making your character be black in a, in a video game was like a big deal to me. Yeah. Because I remember the little controversy too, where they were like the new, before the Into the Spideyverse came out, they're like. They're going to do the Robbie Morales story and he's a black Puerto Rican kid and they were going to and there was like speculation that it'd be a live action. And then there's people like an uproar, like having like a colored Spider-Man when like the color of his skin doesn't signify that he's Spider-Man. It's not like Black Panther. You know, from Africa, right. Wakanda, he has to be black. He, that can't, like a white guy. Same shit with James Idris it, Elba, yeah, James Bond, Idris Yeah, and that's the same thing. Being a person, I just saw, like, oh yeah. no, go ahead. I just yeah. saw they're doing a, uh, they're doing a Tutankhamen Common play or whatever, and it's. I was like, who's playing Tutankhamen? Common? Mm, yeah, and it's like that movie Gods of Gods of. Don't Egypt. even get me started on that shit. Yeah. Like, you make movies about Egypt and people from Africa, and everyone's white, and yeah. you get mad when one person is black in a movie. And a superhero, like, that you doesn't know, like, matter. Like Captain America. You make America. whole movies where the pe- people who were literally black are are you played by mm-hmm. white people. Like the like one Mohammed wasn't fucking white. Mm-hmm. And like Ninja Turtles, April O'Neil in the comic, she's black. Boom. Wasn't there? Uh... Wasn't there like speculation that Michael B. Jordan was going to be the next Superman or something like that? Or was that yeah. a, was I heard, that fake? And everyone freaked out about that. Yeah, because like Superman. He's a fucking alien. Yeah, yeah. an alien. That's <laughs> the thing. He doesn't need making, to be like, white. People were making memes about uh, about there being like a Malcolm X movie being played by a white guy. And it's like, really? You're going to say yeah. that about a, a made up superhero mm-hmm. being played by a black guy? He's from another say, planet. False so equivalency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit. Malcolm X was a real person. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the other thing yeah. that's trippy is not to make it go back to like weird shit because it's a long time ago, but it's like I remember seeing this article with the lady from I can't remember I don't know who it is, but the lady who played Florida Evans on Good Times, and she was like they kept trying to kill off the father, like several times, and she told them if if he's gone, I'm done, like that's the last season, and it was so good. Like they, they literally were trying to make it to where it was like a single mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, we're going to show like a good and not to be weird, but it's like if you get something with any kind of quality production and especially with the position he's in right now. But it's like, look at like what the Cosby show did when you when you give something like that positive yeah. light. Yeah. Of a, you know what I That's mean? That's why like, it's important mm-hmm. for like people like Jordan. Like there's not that many black producers and, and directors. So it's important for when there is one for them to put on like other people of color. Same Did with you women. See us, yeah, I so haven't us. seen it yet. Did mm-hmm. you like it? Yeah, we'll talk about it in a little bit. That's a move. Oh. That's my movie of the week. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Yeah, spoiler. <laughs> I'm just but, uh, jumping the gun on burgers and everything. <laughs> but all this, yeah, it's all tied in. Give me a burger. Right like now. I thought about like mm-hmm. when I was watching Captain Marvel the other day. I'm like, my niece is gonna love seeing this movie. Yeah, and how awesome is it that is like her whole life. She's always going to see, like, strong women. Mm. Like, uh, the women's basketball coach for, uh, I forget what school, but she's, like, 
She's like, you know what? Like people are making a big deal because there's one woman coach in men's basketball. It's like if 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 ninety nine percent of the coaches in men's basketball are are men, why is aren't ninety nine percent of the coaches in women's basketball women? Ooh. She's like, like we need to set examples and show people who are not shown in positions of power that they can be in positions of power, whether they're like a woman or a person of color. And like the only way to do that is to promote it. So she's like, I'm gonna hire all assistant, you know, like I'm gonna like put like hire female coaches. And like that's why I understand what Beyonce said, and that's why it's important what Jordan Peele said. Like I'd never, he's like, I, why would you cast a white person? And that's that's how it's got to be. Mm-hmm. Like when you get up there, like that's what you got to pick people now that look like you. Now when you bring that concept to mind, you got to realize that we're going deep here. But when you bring that concept to mind, is it like, is it across the board or is it what? So you're saying. I'm that, just saying, as you as a person, like when saying, you're, when you get, if you are one of these people who get into positions of power, like I completely understand if you're going to make that. How decision. can a woman look at the Christian religion and say, I'm going to give my life to this and I'm going to do this crazy shit that they say to tell me to do. Where's the women at the top of the hierarchy of the Christian religion? Where's the cult people of color at the top of the hierarchy of the Christian religion? And, I mean, not to be weird, but I got some faithful motherfucking black people in my family who has not given up motherfucking Jesus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. I mean, but I'm asking you the it's question. Too far, it's what we're, no, but it's what too we're far for most people to go. Thing. But it's too far for most people. Most people it's don't want to examine it. It's not too far. It's, it is for some if people. It's too, if it ain't too far for Beyonce to do it in a business meeting, then it shouldn't be too hard for Beyonce to do that on Sunday. Mm, okay, but it's just people don't want to cha- like they don't want to challenge certain things. They're I'm scared awesome. to. Lorenzo goes to church, Catholic motherfucker. What? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I guess. I, I guess. I don't. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that fool's like, I'll eat the body of Christ right now. <laughs> Anyways, let's move on. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you guys see the new Joker trailer? Look at his face. Yeah. His face. Yeah. You guys see the new Joker trailer? Mm-hmm. Yes. So the DC universe is not a, a universe, I guess. Like they just gave up on that shit. Well, they're just going to remake the movies every four years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this, going the, is this the big one? <laughs> <laughs> Fred Sanford. You don't know about Fred Sanford. Uh, the big one. Joker, the Joker, but the new Joker. Yeah, I saw. It. I think it looks cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like it'd be good too. But like, how many? Are they just gonna make this movie every few years? Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Come on, man. Like, I mean, cool. Like, at what point though? Like, is it too much? I don't know. They just. It's just really hard because, like, it, in the DC universe, there's only a few like standout, you know, characters, and the nope. Joker's one. Yeah, but for like, the average person. But I'm just saying, like. Let's be honest. Iron Man was fucking whack, bro. Like, Thor was whack when we were kids. No one mm-hmm. fucking read those comics. And they made successful movie franchises out yeah. of them. How the fuck, like, how the DC fuck it up so badly? How can't you, like, why, why is it so hard to make a good, the old school Superman movies from the 80s are fire. Yeah. Why are the new ones suck so much? Mm-hmm. The one with Richard Pryor? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> You thought that was fire? Oh, yeah. the, no, the first one. It was he in the. I thought he. I think that was the third one. Yeah, like the first one and two are good. Like they, all the other ones don't really. It's like third yeah. one goes a little. Yeah, yeah. I love them. I love no, they, it was whack by then. But like oh. the first two ones are good. The one with Marlon Brando. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just. I'm sure the Joker movie will be good, and then they'll make another Joker movie in two years with someone else. Is that just <laughs> how it's going to go? 
It's the only ones they well, can't Marvel fuck up. Well, Marvel made Venom, so now it's like their turn to make like the villain origin story, you know? Yeah. We but, all know fucking Joaquin Phoenix is a weird motherfucker. Yeah, so, so yeah, he'll fit it pretty good. The early Thor was tight. <laughs> on comic man in the comics why are you trying to hate I didn't I thought I was and like, the early Iron Man had game as well in the 90s when I was a go. kid every, like X-Men okay, Captain yeah. America mm-hmm. like those were cooler comic Hulk but like Thor and Iron Man like that was I'm not saying they were okay maybe I they weren't like, whack but like <laughs> on the roster of like comics like they were way below a lot yeah. of other people because I wasn't doing the Avengers comics you know like yeah I wasn't feeling Avengers I was like, I, I, X-Men like X-Force X-Factor I was doing like, like Teen Titans so like stuff like that yeah but like Teen I've, Titans was tight it wasn't like my go-to when I went you know like I, I remember I used to I just do thought this Thor was one. so whack yeah in the, I was like why is this? Why is a fucking Norse god a comic book character with fucking in the same thing shit as Wolverine? Like, why are these two people existing? <laughs> super fucking friends. I always liked super him. fucking friends. I liked him as a kid because my dad yeah. gave me uh, his collection of Marvel comics from like the seventies or something like that, and I still got them. So I always read the old Iron Man and Captain America comics. So I, I thought they were the coolest, but that's just me. Yeah, because like me, like X-Men was definitely big on mine. And like, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, I think it's Im- Im- Image Comics, the Savage Dragon, where he was like a little dragon and he was like a, not a little dragon, but he was like a buff dragon and he was like a cop. It was like, he was like an alien almost. And he was getting discriminated. I forgot about Image Comics. Yeah, so and he was getting discriminated because he was like an alien dragon guy. I used to like really go to Crazy. people like... That were discriminated for some reason. Yeah, like X Men. Because I was. You can fucking <laughs> identify with that. Exactly. I understand this. Mm-hmm. X Men are just people of color. Yeah. With they one have eye. Super like dope those. powers. Yeah. Mutants. Yeah. So like that's that's what I lean toward. Not <laughs> not replace Tony Stark. mutant with nigger and you go. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. But yeah, not get like, out of here, you mutants! <laughs> I didn't connect with Iron Man, this rich white guy, you know, that makes his own. I never suit. thought of it that way until just now. <laughs> Mind blown! And my, Boom! <sighs> my brain hurts all of a sudden. Ten-year-old Sean understood that shit. Yeah, Lil C's understood that all day. Professor X was just Malcolm X, bro. Or <laughs> yeah. fucking ML- Pre- no, yeah. sorry, Magneto was Malcolm X, and Professor X was fucking yeah. uh, MLK. Yeah, trying to do the positive. Sense. See, see. So Boom. I always loved Magneto because he's like I hard. He was Charles. Hard. I understand you, but they're never gonna accept <laughs> us. We gotta kill him. Yeah. <laughs> dude, look at Elsa right now. I gotta go home. Dude, time I can't to rewatch. I can't be here anymore. I got some thinking to do. <laughs> Because like the like the, the Sentinels are like cops, you know, trying to get the the colored people. <laughs> look, at, <laughs> look at that! See, boom! You're welcome. I fucked up. You're welcome, man. I thought Pro- Professor X was a shit. Yeah, <laughs> he's Malcolm. He's Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, he's cool. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was like, he's a good side. Yeah. Like Magneto is is Malcolm X. Yeah, the little more like. Using the the iron fist, like it, everyone thinks wild. they're enemies, but behind the scenes they're actually like good friends and respect mm-hmm. each other, but d- disagree. Yes, yeah, like anyway, almost like Tupac and Biggie as well. Enough of enough of Sean and Caesar's deep dive into the origins. I'm gonna do of some X-Men. research and I'll be back in two weeks. <laughs> you're you're welcome. You're welcome. All you all you all you, all you say I'm ready. All you comic book fans that didn't uh, know this, you're welcome. Yeah, I'm exactly. assuming most of the white people. They're, they're not <laughs> letting me come back. <laughs> 
not they're to, like, not they're to, like not to be weird. They're like you cannot come back. They don't have enough bandwidth for <laughs> Jamal to ever come back. <laughs> so yeah. uh, two movies of the week this week because I actually watched the movie. Oh, okay, we're not gonna go into a little bit of art. Oh, what's the art thing? Oh, you want a Marty Marty motherfucker? A little so bit, you know. Can you kick my ass? So, uh, <laughs> Claus, this famous like graffiti yeah. artist from like Brooklyn, he. Um, one of his pieces was sold on uh what's how do you say nigo um the guy from that started bape he started bape and like did ice cream and billionaire boys with pharrell he sold stuff from his private collection and he had a clause um he's done jordans and stuff now he's like in the pop culture 14.8 million dollars for his like simpson piece and then now you said it's a graffiti artist yeah he started like in brooklyn he's cause right cause yeah cause like how yeah. do you spell it k-a-w-s oh okay yeah and then how crazy that now graffiti hip-hop you know is in that crazy art mainstream multi-million yeah. dollars multi-million dollars and he had like a structure because it was a hong kong art week like with our basil and stuff like that and he had like one of his it's a his character's called the companion it's like a guy with like weird ears and it's like a person and he's got like the Mickey Mouse gloves, kind of hands. Mickey Mouse gloves hands, and it was floating in the like in the the docks of Hong Kong. Like how crazy has graffiti and pop culture into pop culture's culture. taken over? Yeah. We already know this. Mm-hmm. It was just tight. <laughs> End of story. We yeah. won fourteen point eight million. <laughs> That's a lot. It's over. Yeah. Jordan Peele's get- Jordan Peele's on CBS making fucking Twilight Zones. <laughs> get that money. He is. Yeah. If those dudes put in that work and they're that, you know, got that name for themselves as far as, you know, as as, as a as a professional mm-hmm. graphic artist, graphic design person yeah. versus like making something really, you know, with a crew and mm-hmm. a name on the street, I say, yeah, let's get that. No, especially in the art community because it's so hard it's for the thing. Like, they it was to... so hard to people to even like graffiti artists. To like get oh, into to even get into galleries. Into galleries, yeah. yeah. But he he's a graffiti artist, but his graffiti itself isn't like his letters isn't doing too much. It's about his characters and stuff. But like he that. would do characters when he do his, do his uh, pe- yeah. Like they're they're into his pieces too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I don't know who it is. You don't know Cause? I don't know that name. Huh. Yeah. Well, when he uh, first said Claw, I thought he said Claw, and I was like, I that's a girl. But anyway, she does a lot cool. of stuff like that. Yeah. She's good. Definitely well deserved. That guy's been around forever. Mm-hmm. I think he was in. Another FX. win for the culture. Another one. And another one. <laughs> we need that Khalid one. And another one. Yeah. Did you guys right. do the movie thing? So yeah. the movie. So movie. first movie. Uh, I saw this the other night. I watched on Netflix. Uh, the Highwaymen with uh, Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson about the guys who tracked down Bonnie and Clyde. Like the whole the movie barely shows Bonnie and Clyde, just shows the aftermath of the people they killed, and these two like ex Texas Rangers, hard ass fucking dudes, uh, go and chase them down, and like, it's a good movie. It's all about because it's like they keep killing these police officers that try and arrest them, and like these guys, like the Texas Rangers were known for like you send them in, like they're not arresting you, like they're gonna. Because they, like, killed, like, all these people across all these states, robbing banks, killing, like, innocent people, killing cops, like, killing, like, like dudes just, like, stealing their car and shooting them, like, with a machine gun. So, uh, like, the, the like governor of Texas 
sends these two dudes after him and they fucking track him down and kill him in an ambush, outsmart him. It's crazy. It's a good movie, though. I need to watch it. It looks interesting. Because, like, I don't know. Because, like, usually the average person thinks of a Texas Ranger with Chuck, Chuck Norris, you know, no, doing, no, doing no, roundhouse no, no, kicks. But no. this is, like, totally different because like, they get the, the, the worst of the worst. Yeah. You know? Like, the guys who, And, like, like the story, yeah. like, Woody Harrelson tells of, like, how him and, like, why he doesn't like what they're doing, like, the problems they have. Because, like, in the movie, like, Kevin Costner's, like, cold fucking hard-ass, like... Like, we're just going to kill him. And Woody Harrelson's mm. like, how do you live with yourself? Like, and like all these other guys they're working with all young, they're like, I heard you killed like 50 men. And finally, like towards the end, Woody Harrelson's like, we killed more than that in one night. And like tells this crazy ass fucking story. And like, cause, like, it's all based on true story. Like, I went, of course, because, you know, I was lost in the sauce. <laughs> Did like after I watched the movie, then I had to research and like, oh, all these dudes are real people. Like, this is all the shit. Like, the thing they talk about in the story really happened. Like, that's fucking crazy. I'm very. My interest is peaked. So check. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. check it out. It's What's a, it called? It's called Highwaymen. Mm-hmm. I'll check it out. And it's on Netflix. And it just shows how. Yeah, they I just. The, I got that Netflix. Yeah, it might be. It might be tonight. Yeah, it's mm. not too bad. But then yeah, you have a movie of the week too. Some popcorn. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> uh, my my movie of the week was Us. I finally went to go see it, and it was good because it's like a suspense thriller, and it makes you. Not to a lot of people, but it's like a lot of social commentary going on in there. And I definitely saw what was going to happen at the end, but I'm always looking two steps ahead. It wasn't really scary. It wasn't scary. It's like an Alfred Hitchcock. Like, it's very suspenseful. suspenseful. And you have to think like the scariness is like thinking about like what he's trying to say. That's why mm. like they already called Jordan Peele like the modern day Albert. Yeah, Albert yeah, and it's like that. It's not like a horror gore horror movie that everyone was like expecting. It's a sus- that's lazy. Yeah, like I feel like you got to be smarter to do it like this. No, because like yeah, it's in the and you can make a bunch of people get mm. their heads chopped off. And Intellect. Shit. Yeah, there we go. So it was just awesome, thriller. and it's thinking about. So they got you know, the regular people how they see their twin, their doppelgangers. So it does a little government conspiracy thrown in there a tad bit. The Hands Across America's in there and how that plays in there from back in the eighties, and it is uh it's good. It makes you think about you know yourself. You know, and like other things, like that's that's what I liked about it. Very social commentary. It's awesome. It's kind of like Get Out, which was awesome yeah. as well. Social commentary. Yeah, I like to Get Out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that like yeah, she was like wild. One. Yeah, you'll like this one. It's a more like suspense instead of. I might go more. check that shit out tonight. You should. Yeah, I think uh, that's the next movie. Almost went and saw it this week. <laughs> Captain Marvel, and then plans fell through. To What's see your it? preferred? Treat when you're at the movies. Gummy bears and a Coke. Uh, the other day I got a Slurpee and I did. I was so happy with that choice because <laughs> you know, I was lost in the sauce when we got there. And uh, so I needed something to quench my thirst, you know. And it was wonderful. I sipped on that Slurpee. I was like, No candy, was, just a Slurpee. Just a Slurpee. <laughs> what about yours? I don't yours? like candy at, at the movies. Huh? What about yours? No one's popcorn? I love popcorn. Like, I'll, I'll have popcorn there, but prefer. I never get popcorn. I'm not movies. a big popcorn person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Does anyone go crazy enough to, like, go get their stuff? Like, if you know you're going to go to the movies tonight. Yeah. Like, go get some shit from, like. I, pre- I definitely do that. Mm-hmm. If I was going to, because I used to go like, to the drive-ins a lot. The so if I'm going to the, yeah, right? if I'm going to the drive-ins, oh, I'm getting all kinds of fucking snacks. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like, beer, fucking sandwich, <laughs> chips. <laughs> 
You're making it a, a, a night. It's a fucking picnic, bro. Well, that's the thing. Pork, now pork you, sandwich. You, you can drink beer at some of the theaters now. Yeah. Wine, get all toasty. But I enjoy, right. I enjoy watching movies the best on that couch right there. Where with whatever I want. I, I like a nice four pack of Reese's peanut butter mm. cups. Yeah. The four of the I'm king size. <laughs> Chilled? Just a regular size. That shit's like crack. But just four of them. That shit's like crack. <laughs> just four. <laughs> <laughs> my niece, my brother, they give her peanut butter cups for treats when she like they're potty training her and like all of her stuff because she loves them so much. And I'm like, you're definitely Richardson because <laughs> those things are like gold when I was a kid. <laughs> Did you like them in the freezer too? I do that oh, now as an adult. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that when I was a kid. I didn't discover I about that. Oh nah, man, you got to try it. Don't knock it. Not in the freezer. <laughs> refrigerator. 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 Oh no, I freeze a lot of my candy. I don't want it hard. I just want it. That's what she said. (laughs) Set you up. Set you up. I watch too much Office. All right. I saw a dude that had a on Thursday night. He had a a T-shirt that said "Threat Level" a Threat Level Midnight T-shirt with Scott on. I was like, oh my god, that's. I saw a band once called Threat Level Midnight. I was like, that's hilarious. Genius. (laughs) Good name. Is it time for? Uh, our next our song of the week, my song of the week. Yeah, why not? You all get songs of the week. Mm, yeah, sometimes. We, we, usually, Caesar and I have a song mm. of the week. Yeah, we could do yours, and then the word of the week, or unless you want to do word of the week. Uh oh. Let's do word of the week when we come back. All right. So, <laughs> what's your what's your what's your pick, Sean? My song of the week is a salute to Nipsey Hussle. So it's a grinded all my life by uh, Nipsey Hussle. Nipsey. Hustle. All right, enjoy. Salute. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Look, all my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice. That's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Look, I'm married to this gang. That's who I made my wife Said I'd die alone, I told that bitch she probably right One thing that's for sure, not a stranger to this life Got a safe that's full of Franklin's and a shoulder full of stripes I don't know a nigga like myself I say self-made, meaning I design myself County jail fades, you can pull my foul yourself Spot rage, swallow rocks, I'm getting high myself Look, damn right I like the life I built I'm from West Side 60, shit I might got killed Standing so tall they think I might got stills Legendary baller like Mike, like Will. 96 Impala, thug life on wheels. Up against the wall, squabble at Fox Hills. Like a motherfucking boss, ask me how I feel. Successful street nigga touching them first meals. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle paid the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice, that's why. All my life, I been grinding all my life. All my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle paid the price. Want a slice, got to roll the dice, that's why All my life, I've been grinding all my life Look, I got everything I said I was gonna get On my kid, in addition to that fact I went legit I'm the shit now according to the way that I'm positioned In this biz, it look like I'm just gonna keep on getting rich Ah, know them west side RSCs is us LAPD on my dick, I'ma squeeze and bust If a rap nigga did switch cheese and bust All this rap money nigga, look, I need too much Money, loyalty, and love in the dream we trust. You'll be switching up the players on your team too much. Tiny copy, that's my low, young Supreme, what's up? And we travel around the world getting cream or what? 
Ain't you get off on whoever hustles, seem to rush Las Vegas strip pop, yeah you cream them punks After all that looking tough, all he seen was stumps 50 Cent and Mayweather flee the scene with us Chose story All my life, been grinding all my life Sacrifice, hustle pay the price Want a slice, got to roll the dice, that's why All my life, I been grinding all my life Look, All my life, been grinding all my life Sacrifice, hustle pay the price Want a slice, got to roll the dice, that's why all my life, I've been grinding all my life, look. Welcome back, guys. That was Sean's pick of the week, and it was hustling all my life. I was life. trying to be quiet for a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, and it was He hard. was trying to fucking get me to laugh. Hustling all my life by uh, Nipsey Hustle. Great, yeah. Grinding all my life. Grinding all my life. And again, like, we were talking about it. Like, when you come from that, like, what else? What else do you know? What else like, do that, you know? that's the thing. That's if that's the only opportunities in your environment. That's don't get I mad. Know. You know, you're pro- everyone's a product of their environment. If you don't like how they turn out, change their fucking environment. It was crazy. I saw some stuff where it was they were talking to him. It was like an interview, and they were asking him like, just like these like blanket questions, and he was like rapid fire answering. And it was like the stuff that was coming out of his mouth was not gangster. The stuff that was coming out of his mouth was like revolutionary, was like like unity, was like community, was like, so I'm just, not to be weird, I'm not trying to say, you know, where's your self-destruction, but it's like, I was like, damn, this mm-hmm. is crazy, like. The dynamic was just like wide. Yeah, it was mm-hmm, just one know? one end to the other. Cause yeah, but, he liked but it him. was. I mean, when he when every time I've seen someone talk to him, I've like significantly appreciated him more. Because mm, he was all about. I think that's why he yeah. was so respected. It's mm-hmm. just because when you talk to him, like he was dropping knowledge. He he was about the community and improving the culture and and like doing things that actually make a difference. He's not up there fucking. Spouting bullshit. He's like, invest in your community. Uh, you know, buy property, open up stores, hire pe- your own people who look like you. Like rely, like self reliance. Like you gotta invest in yourself if you want to improve yourself, and invest in your community if you want to improve your community. And that's a, I think it's a message that's spreading more and more in these days. Like Killer Mike's mm-hmm. all about that. You know, mm-hmm. like he's been on that for a while. So yeah, because like yeah, Issa from. Uh what's that show on hbo oh uh Issa ray yeah from uh right. girls it's not girls it's, yes uh, i know uh, i can't think of it right the now tip of the tongue but um but yeah she was like because she's from california as well and like she was talking about us like he was buying stuff in places where nobody was buying property and like helping out the community and she wants to follow you know what he did because now that she's starting to get onto that platform where she's just making all this money. Yeah, like uh, like uh, Magic Johnson, like Murr said, Ma- mm. Magic Johnson buying up everything in the hood like he should. Like he should. Owning everything in the hood like he should. Fat burger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know he owned fat burger? Yeah. But he needs to make more of better Dodger decisions. Dodgers are, <laughs> as a Giants fan, yeah. Dodgers are fine, bro. Yeah, and <laughs> Laker decisions as well. Lakers is where he's fucking up. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Hey, when, yeah. you, when you're a multimedia mogul. Mm-hmm. I went to Sizzle Pie at like 2 a.m. last night. What'd you think? 
overrated. Yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> see, I've been saying right. this for months. It was all right. I'm not into I mean, it. for for a for a slice that I got it to eight, not to be weird. Mm-hmm. For free. At two <laughs> not to be weird. He's really trying yeah, to not, not, be weird. not be weird today. But yeah, and like for three fifty for a slice. Yeah. Okay. How much was it? There's three fifty for a slice. Mm-hmm. That's fine. The quality of the pizza itself was. I'm like, no, like noble pie is better than this. It's so thin and like there's just like mm-hmm. not. I like. I mean, it, it's better. it's tasty. Oh hell yeah, wild yeah, garlic yeah. better. Mm-hmm. I just like a lot of cheese. I like that. Yeah. Gooey. <laughs> That's that stretchy. Yeah, yeah, man. But it's just like not a hype beast on this. Exactly. <laughs> Can't I, get down. And I've been telling you guys like it's good. Like don't get me wrong, it's good. Good at two in the morning. <laughs> But like, if I'm ordering a pizza, I'm gonna order round table over. <laughs> yeah, sizzle pie. That Maui Wowie. Can I admit this right now? Yeah, I was walking and I just like just crossed what is that Court Street, like about to like step on the sidewalk by a uh, Pioneer, mm-hmm. wow. and I had my pizza and a soda. Straight fell <laughs> <laughs> through the pizza box like three feet. Soda was done. No, I looked around. Was the pizza still in the box? Yes. Okay. No one Did saw you just it. trip over like the just curb or something? <laughs> yeah, it was Hell yeah! It was still in the box. It's fine. No, man. I, it was just, if, if 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 anyone <laughs> Caesar's. He paused. Right? He paused. I was not expecting that. He paused for so long. If anyone would have saw that, I'm just picturing. Why does this happen every time? Like arm <laughs> Coke busted up on the ground, and nobody in the street but him. Jones going, soda everywhere. Going back, the, going back to the record, his his record shop. It was a tasty Jones lemon lime too. Uh, oh yeah, the Jones, the all natural sugar. Uh, At least yeah. no one saw it. Dude, I'm I'm seeing it right now. Somebody right now, right now. I pay money somebody to see it. For sure. He was so. It's not like he was drunk. He's sober. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> What's going on? A photo walk outside? Yeah, right. <laughs> was it a Midtown art walk? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What if somebody nab- not, nabbed not, your pizza? This is the honeycomb you hideout. The infamous honeycomb. Yeah, there's nothing but art made in here. Uh, but yeah, and I keep telling Sean, you know, it's uh it's definitely getting gentrified when everybody's running and everyone has a dog <laughs> there's a lot of people a lot more people now yeah what the hell is that like yeah a, i don't know a group of women on a fucking <laughs> on tour a, of the neighborhood uh, uh, anyways yeah just things outside of the honeycomb right so now. what's this word of the week that uh, did, jake came up with jake put i don't even know chislick is that how you say it what <laughs> He's like, I can't super read. good deep fried steak or lamb tips. Oh, that's what he was talking about. From so, North Dakota. South Dakota. South Dakota. From South Dakota. From one of the Dakotas. Schnitzel? Dakota, where they say soda. But yeah, I guess you yeah. deep fry some lamb and steak, and it's like a thing out there. It sounds delicious. What is it man. called? <clears throat> Chislick? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Chislick. I'm going to use that in a rhyme. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> Rhymes with Dillsnick. <laughs> oh. What's the deal's Nick? <laughs> this is Nick. It's All right. Sh- <laughs> meandering, it's meandering questions time. Behind the bars. This whole episode has been meandering questions. Well, we're asking the questions. <laughs> we're asking the questions I'm now. I'm just messing. So uh, I've, we've only got four. So the first one for each of you. Who is the most influential hip-hop artist to you in your life? Oh, man. <laughs> hip-hop artist? Elzo's going to be X-Men now. <laughs> uh, I think I, I covered this the last time y'all interviewed me, but I think the most, and I consider him hip-hop, is Saul Williams. 
So if anything for me, because it was that merge between spoken Poetry word and hip hop. And like for me, that's important because, you know, and also he's a Pisces. Shout out. <laughs> Yo, Shout out to all my water. Pisces. His only, his what does Pisces mean? Elzo and I are Pisces. Oh, yeah. We're a day apart. <laughs> didn't even, I, I Elzo hates fish. I do hate fish. I don't know what else to do with anything. And you hate yourself. <laughs> yeah. Self-love. But, but anyways. Uh, no, you're right. But I would say Saul Williams <laughs> for me. Jamal? Yeah, Lorenzo? Please. Someone else has to I gotta think first. about this. Me too. What about you, Caesar? <laughs> it's not my question. You can't answer your question. But for me, it would definitely it's like a toss up between like Rakim and and probably like Big Daddy Kane. Just just because like Rakim was rhyming more frequently than everybody else. And then Rakim is just that smooth neck daddy. He did so much for the culture. Yeah. Lyrically. Those be the two guys and that's why I love bars. Man, I don't know. I can't think of a... You could say a group if it's a group. Yeah, it's a, yeah. That's a tough one. Yeah. I don't know if I can... I don't know if one person or one... Now, are you saying yeah. like influential as yeah, like like, artist? Like, so like that influences well, you. However you interpret the however, question. However, yeah. Because like, like another one like is like Biggie, because Biggie definitely changed the game, you know? He was saying some I mean, I weird know. shit that sounded tight. I went through like steps like Wu-Tang changed my whole perspective yeah, like because like, I was well, into like West Coast G-Funk era stuff and then I heard Wu-Tang and like Redman I was like oh shit like mm-hmm. you know and that just changed my whole perspective on hip-hop you know and then there's just been steps like that I mean like Company Flow had an impact on me at some point because it was just so obscure and you know I was like this is hip-hop are you serious you know and I just think every now and then there's a, like a group or an artist that comes along that just kind of takes risks and i'm like i'm all for those kind of um artists in hip-hop you know that just push the envelope you know i'm a teacher ian i'm gonna get you guys talking about asking (laughs) difficult ass questions i'm just saying like but like see look he just gave an essay though that's how Mm -hmm. that's how i'm a good teacher right now (laughs) without even trying i got him to give it very in-depth the students do the 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 hard work. Do the work. Yep. Yeah. I just asked a question. You just That's why we're the, good. We're, profu- we're fucking professionals at this. Hey, just put the little carrot on the line. Just side note, I finally got rated highly effective as a teacher. <laughs> Congratulations. So, do we get a bonus? <clears throat> if you get it, I think, because I'm not, I'm. if you get it like two years in a row, oh, then you All don't right. even get, like this year I'm observation only. They don't even observe me because I've been highly effective like five All years right, in well, a row. <laughs> a Damn, bonus. that's a stunt. It was a stunt. (laughs) So, like, if you do it another year, then the third year, like, they don't even, they observe you, but they don't even, you don't even get, uh, like. it's different in middle school. Anyways, Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to. Ian's job's tougher than mine. I don't know. You, no, man, you work in middle school. Yeah, but I can stunt on them. That's true. I, well. I I can pull them aside and have little private conversations with them. (laughs) I don't know. I get kind of real in my classroom, so. You have to, bro. I'm like, real talk? Anyways, also. I think I'm gonna have to go Grandmaster Flash. Okay. Okay. You know, he did so much for just the DJ aspect of it. He was a total innovator of which I'll go over um next Sunday. <laughs> at four PM. Boogie <laughs> down book club project for free. Yeah. All ages. <laughs> it's free. Come on, peeps. Uh he did so much. He innovated so many things. There's obviously all these arguments of like oh, he didn't actually do that. He didn't invent like the crossfader, but blah 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 blah. But you know, from spinning breaks to to scratching and and um, doing so much for 
not just DJs, but for rappers to be able to rap over the stuff that he was doing, I could say without a doubt in my mind, things in hip hop wouldn't be the same. Well, he was Grandmaster Flash. He was like more at the forefront as far as like um, I don't want to say commercially, but mm. you know, mainstream. Yeah. Because like he collaborated with Blondie mm-hmm. and you know just and Fab Five Freddy. Yeah, and so it was like he was out there and oh, he yeah. was promoting the culture through like his art. He was hustling Definitely. exactly while being an innovator at the same time. Um, I mean, I guess if I would have to say something that for, because uh, I don't know if I could say one thing for the complete, you know, history or duration <laughs> yeah. of hip hop, but if I would say something that was that impactful for like a long period of time, and I guess this is different because it's a crew rather than a group or MC, but like Native Tongues yeah, as a movement, what it did and what it made, not to be weird or cool, but yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, you got him tripping now. Yeah, you know it, it was like where you could be like a, a black kid and you didn't have to like fit into a stereotype of like I got a gun mm-hmm. or I'm selling drugs or I'm in a gang or you know shit like I live in the hood. It's like a lot of people lived in the suburbs or a lot of people lived in. You know what I mean? And when I think of groups like Tribe Called Quest or De La Soul or Jungle Brothers, Jungle Brothers, or you know, you can still spit hard, but Black you didn't have sheep, to be like a know? gangster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, it's, but it, but I mean, when we were talking about that before, you know, I guess I would throw even groups like The Roots in that as an extension of it, or you know, Black Star would be like. The grandchildren of yeah the of the that. children of that yeah. yeah. So it's like mm-hmm. I would I would say native tongues. Mm-hmm. I would probably say Black Star, for that same reason, because mm-hmm. just at that age, you know, I was like sixteen, seventeen, and just like, hey, these guys are spitting hard, but they're not gangsters. You know, they're not trying to be mm-hmm. gangsters or anything. They're dropping knowledge, but still like, like rapping as cold Man. as anyone else. How crazy was the impact of that one album? So uh, I, I love that's a perfect at the album. art show. Salutes to Josue at the art show last week. I bought his art piece. He did it that art piece above the window for uh, Warren G uh, regulators. Nice. And he was like, he's like, you bought that piece. He's like, that's cool. He's like, go look at it and see what albums on the dash. He's like, the album wasn't out when the song oh, came out, I but it. I put it there. And I was like, I don't know what album that is. I can't tell. And he's like, look at it closely. And I was like, oh, mm, yeah. And it's it's the Black Star album on the dash. You know what I love about the the CD and like the pullout part? Um, when you fold it out, do you remember like Marcus late, Garvey? Late nineties was uh, remember like all the no oh, limit, all the no limit stuff, and yeah. like Silk mm-hmm. the Shaka, and they they would all have their names in like diamonds, diamonds and like <laughs> fire all around them. Mm-hmm. They have that on the pullout of the Black Star album, and then oh, they have shit. the real picture. Like oh. they they photoshopped all their blinged out letters <laughs> and all this crazy stuff on yeah. it, but then the picture next to it is the same picture, but they're in they're in lawn chairs like in oh, front of yeah. a garage. No, it's, it's hella funny. It's funny too because Master P. There's like girls around them on that yeah. picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stuff like it, like Doctor Doom. Yeah, Doctor Doom album. Mm-hmm. Like Master P, he said he did that so his albums would stand out from someone else, like in a record store. Really? Yeah, he specifically did it because like all the other ones, they no nobody really looked like that sure. back in the day. So to stand out at a record store, he'd be like, put all the bling on there. Yeah. 
all the Photoshop stuff. Makes sense. Marketing's cool. Mm-hmm. Back when you had to. Yeah, and he was awesome marketer, and he's oh yeah, he knows what he's he hustles a lot. He was on Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the next question? Next question: Favorite place to eat in Reno? Quacks. Damn, that was quick. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Longest answer. Even <laughs> I gotta no, think about this. Rapid that was, fire. That was done. way rapid. This that's is a new Chinese thing. place, right? They know nothing. That's that's where uh, China, China Diner, Diner used yeah. to be, right? You want me to tell you what to get off the menu? Do it right now. The duck rice. The duck rice. Fried rice. With the duck meat. Good thing you didn't have duck. duck, duck down rice. Good thing you didn't have duck, duck rice when <laughs> you fell on rice. the street. You can order the bow buns, <laughs> the little bow buns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can order them singly. So if you get like an order of General's chicken, mm-hmm. the owner Quack was watching me, and he was looking at me, and I got the bow bun, and I mm-hmm. put a little piece of General's chicken in there, yeah. put a little hoisin sauce in there, uh. dipped it in, dipped it in the soy sauce, and like ate it, and he was like, <laughs> he was like shaking his head, looking at me. I think I should go there today. I'm gonna go Michael's Deli. Oh, that's shout out one. to Rudy. I toured yeah. up. Yeah, that place is mm. yeah, I went there. The, I, it sucked. I, I wanted to go there the other day and it was closed because it was Sunday. Yeah, yeah I, I was just gonna say. Now just working a regular, you know, Monday through Friday, I can only go go there on Saturdays. But mm. I've always loved that place. It's so awesome. It's it's rad. And, and then, I like Rudy. Rudy I like them all. Man. His kid and all Rudy them. The I go in there and they're like, Oh, Lorenzo. You want the Chipotle chicken? I'm like, I'll be back here sitting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know I want that. And I like the sports theme all over. I love it. Like, I like that it's, it's so it's, awesome. It's just that. stayed the same forever, and it's the food's awesome. Like even the fucking salads. Are good. Rudy is you, one you know, you, salad. you know you love a place when you're pumped that you walk in and there's a crazy ass line because mm-hmm. I'm pumped for them. That's how much I like it. I'm like, yeah. all right, dope. Every and day, even when it's a long ass line, it's never a long way. Oh, they kill no, it. They're always they kill they're are so fast. Because so it feels like a bodega, like ordering your food real quick. Like you just grab your chips, your soda, go online. They make I want it happen. The, yeah, and it's like boom, boom, boom. The brownies are popping off there too. I'm hungry. Like, yeah. <laughs> you guys all know uh, the I heard deal. Jamal's gonna make waffles for all of us. <laughs> what are the deal? Let's see. Like he worked at Newman's. Yeah, Newman's. Yeah, and so, he should have easily been a manager. Well, yeah. Newman gave him. Why do I know this? Newman gave him the loan to open Michael's. That's tight. Yeah. Like he like co-signed for his loan to be able to open his own shop. Well, so, and it was right I'm down sad the Newman's closed because both these are right down the street. Yeah. Though. I hit them up the once closed? a month. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a few yeah. months ago. Because, like, Dave, salute to Dave from Public House. He knows, like, both the people, and he's we've had long talks lost in the sauce about this. Mm-hmm. Ian, what's your favorite place? Ah, oh, man. It just depends on my mood. But um, let's see. What I've been feeling lately, uh, the Tofu House. I've been going there quite a I've bit. I've never have been there. Um, yeah, the place is dope. Um, Royal India, down the street from me. Um, Keystone? Yeah, I like that Good. place a lot, I'm man. feeling it. Um, and then the bazaar, the European bazaar on like Moana. Oh, by um, Pepper or uh, Atlantis. Yeah, kind like, of. Yeah, they got like a little by Popeyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just I'm, yeah, <laughs> they got the salmon crepe that's just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But uh, Lorenzo just threw up in the gross. <laughs> I like fish, man. I like fish. <laughs> so, but yeah, it Did just depends. Uh, what's your Caesar? I like to go to the Duck House. Right there in front of uh, the Atlantis. Oh, right. Is it the Atlantis? The Atlantis. Wow, <laughs> oh. you took it there. Yeah. Every oh. player's fucking paradise. <laughs> or the pepper mill. I don't know which one it is. Oh, but man. that one, their duck there is really good. We played a benefit there one time. Like in between every other, like every two songs, I would do that. 
And the guy who like who came up was like, and I was like, who was that? Like, will you like, stop? They, they were like, will you please stop doing it? <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Sean? When I eat out, I don't know. I tend to go to sushi. So we went to Tokyo yesterday. It was Rep. fucking delicious. Yeah, their snapper there is always popping off. But like the service was good. Normally the service sucks. It was because you're at the bar. We did like work. I, said, I went with the bar. So it's Ryan. Me and Ryan did fucking work. Dude, and then you go Monday to Thursday. It's free. All you can drink sake. It was twenty dollars mm-hmm. for lunch. Do you guys fuck with the ramen? Mm-hmm. Where? Haru. Uh, like way. Oh, I went there. I wasn't mm-hmm. that. You didn't like it. Oh, and did I? Ha- no, I didn't have the ramen. Oh. Also, <laughs> shout mom, out! I think my mom did. House of Bread. I've been going there a lot lately. Yeah, too. sandwiches there. And like, really? I th- I'm like, I think I'm gonna start buying oh, yeah, my House bread of there. Legit. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm gonna start buying my so bread good. there. Yeah. It's all about the bread. Yeah. yeah. They make the, it the every day. Is, fresh bread is what makes the sandwich. You can buy loaves of bread. Bread makes the world go round. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I like Deli Town for my sandwiches. Oh, hell Deli yeah. Town's good too. I That's was thinking right. of going. I gotta go. I gotta go that way later. I think I'm thinking of hitting up Deli Town on my way back. I think that's. Have you been to Ike's? Ike's? No, Ike's, I heard Ike's, Ike's, cool. Ike's is good. Yeah, like no, Ike's. hit up Ike's, man. They mm-hmm. they got like. Jersey menu Mike's is, is good crazy. too. Crazy. I recently mm-hmm. had Jersey Mike's for the first time. That place is good too. Ike's is good for vegan people though. Hella vegan stuff. I think I'm gonna go to Walks today though. That's Maybe not hella. That sounds good. Next question: <laughs> What's an artist you haven't seen in person that you would like to see? Mm. I'm gonna go see them. You haven't seen KRS One? No, I'm Wu Tang. Oh, Dela. Eric B and Rakim. I'm just knocking all three. Barrier? Yeah, I'm knocking all three. Yeah, we're we're going to that show. All right. (laughs) What's the date of that show? June 22nd? Yeah. It's a Saturday. Did that sell out like immediately? I don't. It was pretty. We bought tickets the day they went on. It was like half sold out, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I know. If you want tickets, I know someone's selling tickets. You can probably be on the lawn. I know someone. Mm-hmm. I, heard I, was, I remember I was like, I'm not sitting on the fucking lawn. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm too bougie for that shit. That. We grown <laughs> men. Yeah. I'm not sitting on the lawn like I'm 20. <laughs> How much was it? Like 120? Yeah. yeah, I think it was 110 or something. Worth it. Yeah. Hell worth it. My baby will be too fresh. So I would honestly say KRS, but I, I'm going tonight. So I got to <laughs> pick a different one. And it doesn't, this is a kind of a different deal but uh Daylaw was on there for a year. I never saw Daylaw until like two summers ago. And it was probably one of the best maybe no not the best, but definitely one of the best hip hop shows I've ever seen. Daylaw killed they they're really good live. And it was cool because I didn't plan on seeing him. I was going around with a buddy. He was like uh hitting up coffee shops to like do some business with him. And I saw a flyer for this food festival in Long- I was in California in Long Beach. And I was just looking at the flyer and I was like, Oh this is funny, whatever. Daylaw soul I can't even and I was like, wait a minute. Really? De La Souls is playing? <laughs> it was like a $9 to get into this food festival. Um, and De La killed it. And I got pizza and grilled cheeses and all kinds of crazy There shit. it is. <laughs> I do got to say, Cinnamon though. rolls. <laughs> I do have to say a group that I've always wanted to see that I'll never see is Tribe Called Quest. Like, I've seen mm. Fife Dog. I saw Fife. But I have never seen I Tribe went to, Quest. I saw them and I will never will. And they did the whole Midnight Marauders <sighs> album. That's, just, that's the one thing I'm going to be sad about my whole life. Anyways. I'll stick with KRS, but hopefully that'll change by the end of the night. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I, like I said, I was, uh, I bought, I got next from Walmart oh, in yeah. Carson City when I was a little kid. <laughs> and I, and his, the pullout of his CD was like some crazy graffiti mural, guy backspinning on it and graffiti. And you could like, 
pull off the, the end piece and you could like some, like send it and get like a magazine or something back to I don't know the label or something like that. Mm. It was called the Temple of Hip Hop, and oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I had that on my wall like above my turntables when I was a little kid, and I just idolized and I love that CD. So Karis one's been one of my favorites. Lot of mercy forever. <laughs> so I'll go Karis. Jamal. Jamal already said NATO tongues. What? Nate didn't. To see. To see that you haven't seen. To see, yeah. Oh, to see? Yeah, uh, like group to show. see? Uh, damn. That's tough. You've seen them all. No, but I've <laughs> seen a lot. Um, Lil Nas? X. <laughs> Lil Nas X? <laughs> yeah. Nipsey? Um, oh, too soon. Damn. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You have to give me a minute. I don't all know. Right. Caesar, do you have someone? Um, like the whole Wu Tang together. Like I've seen them definitely all separate. You never mm. seen them together? Not together. Yeah. What? Not me all neither. together. I thought you went that year. Oasis. They were no, all together. I wasn't there that year. Oh. And then um, Kendrick would be awesome. I saw Kendrick at Life Is Beautiful. It was mm-hmm. great. Ah, uh, let's see. There's a couple other ones I was just thinking about. Mine's probably the Fugees because mm-hmm. that's just never gonna happen yeah I'll show all live you never know i mean i've seen yeah but <laughs> lauren hill i know i know <laughs> just saying wait <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you still well, you, you sorry need, if you need more time i can't I, answer it's fine we got one more question yeah all right favorite neighborhood in me now hmm? favorite neighborhood Right here, dude, the honeycomb, whatever the hell. <laughs> I'm going to go my neighborhood, the Wells, Wells Avenue neighborhood. Wells, okay. <laughs> Jamal Singh, Midtown. Juicy Burger. Uh, I guess it's better. We should just rename Midtown to Honeycomb. Fuck Juicy Burger. I mean, I like my area. I'm a uh, West University. Uh, I mean, there's not much there, but I'm right down the street from Pub and Sub. Mm. Nice. West oh. University, born and raised. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But I like this area too. I was so. born and raised in the South Bronx streets. <laughs> South Bronx. Caesar, what's your favorite? I know what you're. Uh, yeah, it's just Midtown, Honeycomb area, you know. I mean, I liked it. I was living over by Idlewild, and that was, that was that area is cool too. I just wish it was open Sunday down here. I'm a river drifter, dog. I like fucking. Getting I like out. the river walk too, mm-hmm. like downtown. I like my yeah. spot. Yeah, I like my neck of the woods. You got the prime time. Just in time to, you know, flip over a slice of pie on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of hungry. I knew that was going back. That guy just throw a pizza at me? <laughs> oh, he's on the ground. I'm also <laughs> thinking of people like where you live, probably looking out the window, just watching you. I'm saying, man, someone saw that. Someone had him. Did you, just, did you just trip or did you? were you full on on the ground? Well, I mean, that's weird. We know I had an accident. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but I can't raise <laughs> my right foot up. I can't go like this. With this foot. So ah, I was this is a just walking. And the, the, I have to raise yeah. my leg to compensate that, that I can't actually lift my mm-hmm. toe up. So my toe probably just dragged. Yeah. <laughs> the next thing I know, that lemon lime Jones. <laughs> next I know I'm coming to covered in Jones soda. I was like, man, whoever caught that got a treat. <laughs> It's only it's only funny though, like when someone falls, it's only funny if they're okay though, right? I was okay. like the moment where you like don't I'm, laugh oh, at shit. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh shit. He was you he okay? Was, and then you start laughing. Yeah. He was okay enough to pick up his pizza and go home. 
I popped up like turbo and breaking, <laughs> fool. <laughs> like Tour de France just came on. I was up. like you were ending your breaking routine. I was up, fool. I was up. <laughs> Make sure nobody saw you. I was up. I looked around. You think I didn't look around? You always have to look around. You got to clarify. <laughs> you got to smile and look around. So if anybody did see you, you go like, oh, I'm just messing. People where you live in that complex, they probably saw you. I feel like your personality, how you respond it was like in that situation is how your personality mm-hmm. is. It was like 1.45 a.m. Mm-hmm. If you're cool, when you're going to respond to that by laughing at yourself yeah. and like looking around and like, Give it a heads not head nod and like smile and laughing at the person around. I if you're like breathe, an introverted was... person, you're not gonna look around. You're gonna get up and like leave the area as quickly as possible. <laughs> I was laughing so hard, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I can see you we've all been there. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, that was a good. That's one. it. That's Local it. events coming mm-hmm. up. Uh, this coming set Friday into Saturday, twenty K weeks twenty four for twenty four. Is going on K Week's membership drive to push to be on 24 hours a day. Go to kweekradio.org to learn how you can support K Week. And uh, there's all sorts of different events. The whole schedule is on the thing. But we yes. will be at Public House around 5 o'clock. Are we going some live? Music and uh, doing yeah, some live stuff. Mm-hmm. So did you see that? We got to email Tom back and let him know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we'll be there 5 till whenever. 5 till No, 4 till whenever. Well, there's someone else too. Well, they're Play DJing. Music. Yeah. So we'll be there Who's going DJing? live at like five or six. Mm-hmm. I don't know. One of the K. I don't know. One, one of the K. Wink guys. Yeah. And then uh, Joey, it's like at Craft from like noon to four, I think. There's just like a 24 hour. It starts off at Pinion, maybe. I forget. Yeah. But there's the list. Mobes is going to be doing some live stuff mm-hmm. for his show. So hopefully, Caesar will this? be coming to you live from Public House <laughs> yeah. next Saturday afternoon. Next Saturday. Saturday or this Saturday. I'm offended they didn't hit us up. This Saturday? Yeah, the thirteenth. Today's the. Oh, we're playing at we're playing at Loving Cup that night. Mm-hmm, that's probably why. Whatever. Yeah, we're gonna be doing yeah live like podcast. I don't know. It's something live. I want to be on the air live. Yeah, that's all I want to do. Mm-hmm. We won't. I promise, I won't cuss. I can't speak for Caesar. No, yeah, definitely. Or, any, or anyone else. A little nervous, but you know. We can do it. I mean, I can do it without you know. I'm a teacher. I guess. Yeah, especially yeah. I don't know. Lost in a saucer. Nesto might come out. Oh and then Sunday. April 14th, the next day, from 4 to 8 p.m., Holland Project, Boogie Down Book Club. Come get a master class from Elzo, learn some history of hip-hop, meet some cool people. Mm-hmm. There's going to be, hopefully, so I talked to Circle Dialect, so there'll be some B-boys there. Food truck? And then food truck, do we got one yet? Not for this one, no. Not for think. this one? Anybody hit up we talk, Yeah, we need to hit up Nami. They had a prior engagement, Ooh. I believe. Let me talk to some other people. I'll try to hit up a taco truck or something. Mm-hmm. Is that bad? Or, or no, we could maybe do buddies. Not bad. Buddies <laughs> at all. When is a taco truck ever bad? Okay. Fuck us some tacos. Sorry, man. It's all good. Mm-hmm. Did you guys have anything you want to plug or share? Ian, at April's National Poetry Month, Ian, you want to uh, tell them the poetry events that are going on this month? Yeah, for sure. Let me. <laughs> you guys have- I can't. I can't remember Tuesday, all of them. Man. Thursday, My April, Friday, Saturday. Saturday. We're gonna be at the Loving Cup. On the 13th. We are? Next Saturday? Yep, the Thermites. <laughs> I'm going on tour. <laughs> they have that. Are you sure that's not part of K-Wink? Because I thought I saw that too. Oh. That is no, part of the K-Wink. No, thing. it is. You're right. 
like, wait, no. I normally don't are, tell these dudes. You guys are I ending it. it. At, you guys are the, yeah, you guys are like the closing thing at mm-hmm. Loving Cup. That's the end, I, end of the thing. I'm a headliner. They wanted us to like, <laughs> originally they, we, we were going to be like interviewing people like at, during your set at uh, Loving Cup, but they mm-hmm. thought that'd be too crazy. So now we're doing it at Public House oh. earlier. Yeah, we're, we're your openers. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody did tell me about this and I already forgot, but <laughs> right. I'll be there. Jump yeah. around. I, I'll I play got jump it around. Now. I got it. All right, Ian. All right. So April 13th is the Spoken Views fundraiser at Barnes & Noble. So if you show up anytime between 10 and 5 and buy something and mention our name, we will get a percentage of the sale. Uh, April 17th is the monthly open mic and poetry slam at Holland. Uh, doors open at 6. Uh, the next night, um, our... College Collective, Wolf Speaks, will be doing their open mic and slam at Laughing Planet at 7 p.m. And then um, one of our members, Elisa Garcia, is uh, hosting a poetry slam up in Sierra Nevada at the Sierra Nevada College um, in the Patterson Dining Hall, and that's at 7 p.m. Uh, any poets listening, there's a cash prize. It's, it's usually like 300 bucks. I might have to bucks. go up there just to fucking try and win this money. Yeah, <laughs> I won one year. It was dope. Like 300 bucks or something. I was like, okay. Um, you know, just it's only two poems. It's only two poems. Just to stunt on people and win money. Mm. But you have to have the best poem of the last round. It, it's not cumulative. Like, you have to have the best poem of the like second round to win. Um, Lorenzo's got some crucial high cues. <laughs> and then uh, April 30th. I've been known uh, to spit hot fire. April 30th, we're bringing back a guest poet, Will Gibson, um, at 6.30. And, uh, yeah, just uh, trying to fill That's up. That's at Holland? At Holland, yeah. Most well, we're having a Lisa on next week, so. Cool. We'll pivot to something. So Nice. So yes. Tell you, tell you all about that. Then. Well, thank you guys for coming on. Yeah, and, again, thanks. check out the Boogie Down Book Club on Facebook. Come check us out next Sunday. Please Where, do. Where's yeah. the favorite burger at? <laughs> uh, we, we like classic burger. Definitely Royce. Royce. A little bit fancier. I like Whispering Vine. What's your favorite burger? I, I went to, uh, uh, what's the the new place? I'm not new place, but the Five Guys. And I mm, before five. I didn't think it much of it, but the last time I went. Five Guys is good. I like mm-hmm. Five Guys. I thought it was, I was shocked. It's better than In-N-Out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think it's better than In and Out? I do. Oh. I think it's because Royce is what In and Out should be. So if you're already having Royce burgers, you're having better than In and Out. Think about that. I like grilled mushrooms on my burgers. So yeah, I, like I fucks with that. Mm-hmm. I like a grilled portobello nice, mushroom too. They got oh, nice yeah. toppings over there. Mm-hmm. I went to uh, Fat Cats last night. Did we nope. talk about this already? Yeah, yeah and they're no all expensive. They're fries. <laughs> <laughs> like, We've wait, been here for the, so long. Is that on the podcast or just <laughs> yes, in yesterday. regular conversation? Yeah, I think it was regular, but we should all get some lunch. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, yeah can, we go can we go as <laughs> a group? Or Check or us out every Friday night from from 9 to 11 on K-Wing. Born and raised on 97.7. <laughs> Sean and Caesar. Check we'll us out at Beefy's in 30 minutes. Until next time, this is Sean saying peace. This is De La Foto. Salud. Miss you, Guppy. Yeah. Yeah.